Welcome, welcome back to um, a long-awaited episode of Snooze and Booze. We've been on a little bit of break, right? Let me introduce my, you know, this producer, Lofi LeVere, trying to make that stick. <laughs> uh, how you doing, buddy? Uh, doing good, man. Doing good. How was your break? Bank. Did you uh, did you do anything cool or anything special? Uh, just drunk shit. <laughs> That's yeah. We still snoozed and booze. You just didn't record it. Yeah, pretty much, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what you gonna call it? Yeah, you know, uh, we wanted to come back last week, but we figured let's take let's give everybody a, a chance to catch up. You know, yeah, 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 been definitely. hitting these pretty hard, and some of the guys, uh, I did get a couple of responses. Was like, man, you, I, I, I'm trying to catch up, but you guys keep releasing stuff. And oh, for real? Yeah. So I was like, all right, you, let's take a let's take another week break, and you know, after the new year, and we'll get a chance to uh, we'll give everybody a chance to. Hopefully catch up on us and all nice. that. Nice. This is gonna be episode forty nine, so that that's we're coming out on the halfway mark. Forty nine, feeling fine. <laughs> Your birthday's coming up too, right? Oh yeah, the eighteenth. We gotta do some special, special little episode for, for me. For me. <laughs> uh, let's get let's start up with the show with the shout outs real quick. Uh, we have a iTunes review, man. Mm. Uh, this one came out of nowhere too. I was just on there randomly and I saw it. I'm like, holy shit! Because I don't get the notifications, so only when I when I go on there, I, I see it every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, this was left by it, it, it's titled "Epically Epic" um, <laughs> from Epic Comic, a uh, five stars Epic Comic Cast. Those oh, are no friends shit. from Epic Comic Cast. Yeah, they're nice. a big deal. Uh, December twenty eighth, two thousand fifteen. Well, what's up, Susan Booze crew, uh, aka Stunning Steve, with Le- <laughs> Life with Loaf uh, Louie. I think you meant to say <laughs> Lofi. Uh, keep up the great work. This podcast feels like a good time amongst friends. Love the feel of the authenticity to it. Keep oh. it, keep on, keeping on. Oh I'm, no way! Love that man. I, awesome. I read this and I was like, holy shit, man! And I realized it's from him, uh, from them. Uh, it's Karina, uh, Michelle, and TC. They're the guys for that run, Epic Comic Cast, and they're a big deal, dude. They have like <clears throat> two hundred something yeah, thousand yeah, on. Yeah. You know, they're they're. Damn, uh, yeah. And uh, it's really cool. Like, man, th- these are the guys that literally got me into podcasting because it was people who were like us, just relatable. There were no celebrities. There were no no famous, you know. Right, They're just right. them doing the thing they love passionately. And, you know, fuck it, man. Let's do it. Oh, you know, that kind man. Of thing. So it's, it's really, awesome. really awesome. surreal just to see, like, people that you got got you into living your review for that. Thank you very much, Epic Comic Cast. If you guys like anything comic related, check out the Epic Comic Cast on iTunes. Uh, I listen to that with Gwen sometimes, you know. Uh, something you can listen to with the kids. Something you can't listen to with your kids, and if you like comics, check out Friday Night Fandom. <laughs> they're like rated our version of uh, what Epic Comic Cast does, and they're also a good time. They're probably a good mix of what we do and what Epic Comic Cast does. That's huh. what Friday Night Fandom is. Huh, not bad. Those are our friends down there. Check them out. They're always leaving us cool shit. Okay, last shout out I want to give is to the once again the Spin That Back YouTube channel. Dude, uh, our videos are up. They, we did uh, so we did a collaboration oh, yeah, last yeah, Sunday. Right. It was that's a lot sweet. of fun, man. How'd you, how'd you how you enjoy that experience? It was good, man. It was different, you know, because we I've never done like a video like a video uh, episode a YouTube or thing, yeah, like that before. That was pretty cool. Yeah, the only I have some YouTube's on uh, some YouTube videos on, and it's usually just the kid. I put my kids in their UFC gear and have them kick their, elf, their <laughs> ass, kick each other's asses. That's about it. That's the extent of my YouTube channel. But this they're they're a legit channel. They have a lot of. A lot of subscribers and a lot of uh, views, and uh, it was, oh, dude, I liked it. You know, it, it was, was cool, man. Just talking cool. movies with homies, you know, that kind of shit. Yeah. Like all those top five lists. Uh huh. That was fun. Or best and worst, you know, whatever. Yeah. Those are those are pretty cool. Definitely want to do more of that. Yeah, it was definitely a, a lot of fun, and like I said, check out their channel. Spin that back. Uh, they're a great film review, and we have our videos up there. And in the description for today's episode, we'll put the uh, link in there uh, when they come up. All right, that's it for shoutouts. Now I want to introduce our guest. We have uh, him quietly, patiently waiting. Uh, it's Elliot Hernandez. Hello. For those of you that know, he's been here a few times and he's becoming a regular. Between you and Christian and uh, Jackie, I'm not sure who's been on here more, but you guys are the... This is my third, right? So I think so, your third. And uh, we'll t- remember, the first time you were on, we split into two episodes, so you could technically say it was your fourth. 
Yeah, we've had long sessions yeah. this time. That's true. <laughs> it's all right. It, I like those because you progressively come out more and more as you uh, you keep drinking. So, <laughs> like anything, those are always fun. And actually, we have a later on in the episode, we have um, a UFC fighter, Joey Gomez. Uh, he won't be in the show, but we had an interview I recorded with him earlier. He's on a three-hour difference, mm. so I recorded an interview with him earlier. We'll play it back for you guys, and it, I want to give him right now a good shout out and a good thanks for coming on. He just got into the UFC, and uh, he's making his debut next week on the TJ Dillashaw uh, Dominic Cruz fight. And that's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, I can't wait to see him kick some ass. All right, so Elliot, welcome to the show, man. Uh, how you been since, how was your holiday break? How was your holiday weekend? Um, Not too exciting. Pretty much <laughs> the same shit. I always do. Any different from your regular life? No, no, not, not at all. Not really. <laughs> Would you, did you get any cool presents, or did you give him any, uh, any good presents? Mm. I always tell Jackie, look, don't get me shit. If, like, the only thing she always has, what do you want? I don't know. She doesn't know what to buy me. Like, mm-hmm. look, either pay my bills or give me head. That's all I really. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty simple, you know. One, do you lean towards one or the other, or uh, pay my bills? <laughs> I'm thir- maybe when I was 20, give me some head. But I'm 30, <laughs> pay my fucking bills, man. <laughs> what no. about you? Anything like that? No, not at all. <laughs> not at <laughs> <I mean>, like. <laughs> I meant like uh, you know the game like free sex cool. coupons and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're a kid, it's like free hugs anytime, and now it's like like stay away from. Give me a moment. <laughs> that kind of bullshit. I'll sleep in the living room. <laughs> How are you enjoying the new year? Are you uh, opening your welcome arms? Yeah, um, I'm telling you, I'm not too exciting of a person. I don't do much. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> I, I wish. I wish my vacation would to be you for a while. That's that's not, you live in. It's being, like being John Malkovich, but being Ellie. <laughs> yeah, Ellie Hernandez. Yeah, being so. a homebody. Yeah, no, I don't know that that's too exciting. I would. I man, get out of here. I love that shit. Man. Just sit around browsing the web and jumping from room to room in the house. Jumping. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little leap in between, in between rooms, pretending this. Rooms and conclusions. You always jump to those. I don't know. I don't know why. That's a bad joke. Sorry, guys. <laughs> There's a parent somewhere. <laughs> How about you, Luffy? How was your your uh, your holiday break? Oh, it was cool, man. Uh, one of our friends' place. Um, uh, got just wasted. <laughs> chocolate wasted. Oh, so you know, fuming chocolates. Like you know, what was I drinking? <laughs> It was whiskey and probably some other stuff. Anything with whiskey is like, oh, man. I just, my liver punches me in the stomach with that shit. Uh, that's all right. Just, isn't it like pain, weakness leaving the body? Yeah, it is. It's, it's also, like cirrhosis leaving fatty deposits in my liver. So it's, it's more like that. It's more scientific. Yep, <laughs> Did you watch any? You were supposed to be on uh, our last episode with uh, our geek review thing with Star Wars. Yeah, I was asking Luffy how that oh, was. Yeah, how, yeah. Like, what was the overall consensus? What was everybody's opinion on? On uh, the episode? Whatnot? Yeah. I mean, I thought it went well. Oh, the episode's it's, on the movie itself. Type oh, movie. the movie, yeah. I mean, I, I, I really liked it. I thought you would have loved it, too. I know you're a fan of the OGs. I see the first time I saw all three of them was at your house. That's the first time I ever saw all three of them in a row. One of those all-nighters type of thing. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. We used to have, like, uh, back in the high school days. Was mm-hmm. it high school? Yeah, right? The yeah. band days. We used to do Kevin Smith marathons, and we used to do, like, Star Wars. What else? I knew we did something else uh, that was a marathon. I don't know. World, uh, we watched the World Cup. I know we did that as well. I, and I know we did, like, a bunch of, like, all we did was just drink. I don't even know we were drinking that much, were we? No, we weren't. It was but, really weird. I think it was pretty much sugar. Yeah, <laughs> just, oh, man. I, I I don't know how. We, we occasionally sprinkled in some weed, but yeah. it wasn't you know to the point where 
Uh-uh. Yeah. I don't even know how, like, how was I even social? <laughs> how did anybody put up with my stupid fucking jokes if you weren't high or drunk? I don't... I, <laughs> <laughs> I try to imagine how I was, like, how 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 Same. it was possible that I was any more antisocial than I am now, because I'm pretty sure I was more... Well, yeah, way more. You know, so... You, you know, like, you right now, the way... This is you coming out of your shell. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> these last uh, 12 words you've said this entire time. <laughs> No, but I remember it was good times. I remember we did that. I think, what else did we do? Uh, we did, like, a night of just stand-up comedy. I think we got... And it, it's really only, only us two watching because nobody else really yeah, talked about it. parents randomly leave fucking for Arizona and shit and yeah. leave, leave the house behind and everybody would just come over and stay there for the, for for the, the weekend. weekend pretty much. Type yeah, of shit. that's funny. Thanks, God, thank God for parents that don't give a fuck. Huh? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you all weekend? Uh, what are you talking about? I was home. They didn't even ask me. I was like... <laughs> what they don't even check on my room. Right? <laughs> That's now the same thing with a wife. I have a wife that doesn't give a fuck. Like, what? Where, where are you last night? I was at Elliot's house. What you talking about? <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, which one caught? What else is going on? Oh, so you didn't end up seeing Star Wars or anything? Though? I just recently saw. It. I saw it this past weekend. How'd you like it? There, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. I, what was I, your problem I, with? I might, I, I might hoped for maybe a little more, maybe more. Something we hadn't seen before. Yeah. Because all of it was pretty much shit that we've seen. You haven't seen BB-8 before? You haven't seen a Black Stormtrooper before? Yeah, no, I saw BB-8 done better with R2-D2. So... No? Yes, R2-D2 was better. Really? Better. You think yes, so? Yes, yes. I don't think so. I think... There was no BB-B midget. had more technology and had those cables coming out and was just like, oh, that was awesome. No, R2... R2-D2... But R2 had that fight with Yoda and nothing will ever top that. <laughs> What's that? Is that? That's not you, right? Wait, yeah, what? Some, some airplane? Yeah, no, yeah, that's not me. <laughs> you guys oh, 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 was that a sound effect for that? <laughs> that's awesome. I got an upgrade. For that, for that joke or for that? I honestly believe it was the best fight in Star Wars history. Oh, really? Yoda, R2-D2 Yoda, Yoda versus Yoda? R2. Huh, that's it, funny. It was the cutest one. We'll <laughs> the cutest one. Yeah, Yoda fucking oh. smacking R2 on the side. like with this <laughs> <laughs> Let go, mine, mine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down with that. Uh, didn't BB-8 fight anybody in the Star Wars? Uh, no, I just ran away from everything. <laughs> I want to see BB-8 see, versus See, Jar-Jar. there you go. Even more reason to say R2 was better than BB. BB-8 versus Jar Jar. Who do you think? I recently read that Jar Jar was supposed to be a Jedi. I was just gonna say yeah, I was just gonna ask you about that. What do you? I, I'm sold. I, I believe. Cool. I sent you. I sent you the link. A couple yeah. links, right? Yeah. That would have yeah, been you, awesome. You don't think so? I think so. I think. Yeah, that would have been well, awesome. Well, I heard that that was that he was the actual Phantom Menace because the title doesn't make sense because who you don't see a Phantom obviously, and then uh, oh yeah, that would make sense as Jar Jar was, but he got so much back. Lucas got so much backlash from the first film. That by the time the second one came, that he just scrapped the idea. He, you know what? Like fuck it, I'm just gonna kill this character off, or not kill it, but just not go full. He's not not go with that arc with that idea. Yeah, no, that sucks. And I was like, I think Abrams should bring that back. <laughs> I think the uh, the supreme leader that you have that should be in disguise. Jar Jar. It's Jar Jar. Yeah, Jar Jar mutilated from a fight with Luke before hey. in, in the previous thirty years. Oh yeah, yeah, I can see that. Dude, that would be the shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I think that would probably like make Star Wars fans blow their fucking brains out or something like that. <laughs> Alright, but overall I did I, I enjoyed it. Like yeah. you can't there's uh, you're nitpicky if better than know. the prequels, right? I don't know. I that's I was telling you a little I, I don't know, maybe Star Wars could do no wrong in my head, so really? I, I, I I really enjoyed the, the, the prequels. I, I there I, there was really crappy aspects to it as well but yeah. I enjoy I enjoyed the, the political talks and uh, I'd seen E.T. E.T. was one tight in one of the little pods oh, yeah. but did anybody else because I haven't heard anybody on the channels yet mention it but I thought I saw E.T. on the new one 
and during the sand. Kind of I, like, I'd have to watch it again. He, I don't know. Did anybody else? Huh. No, I, thought I think it, I missed it. Though. It was on that desert planet where Homegirl's at. And then, like... Uh, Jakku? Jakku. Yeah. Um, and then, um, it was probably within the first 20 minutes, but... Yeah, I saw E.T. like in the in the desert horizon and all that. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, is, is E.T. Um... Supposedly he's Canada. No, it's... Well, no, I was, I was wondering, are they Dis- is E.T. like a Disney property? No, or it was Universal. It, it's Universal property. But, like, if you remember from the actual E.T. film, there was... Um, remember that little... When they're in the Halloween and he's, like, dressed up as a ghost? And there's an actual Yoda. There's a Yoda. There's a kid dressed like Yoda. And mm-hmm. E.T.'s like, oh, like, he, oh, my he homie. He recognized yeah, them. Yeah, he recognized <laughs> them. And he, oh, you know, that kind of thing. So, right there, that's kind of like from, uh, what is it? Um, Jesse, not Jesse. Uh, Jason goes to hell. <laughs> Jesse goes First Jesse. Off, you know what I've had I'm in my so head? I'm so excited. No, I was thinking uh, there's a show on, on Disney called Jesse. <laughs> oh, okay. It's like one of those teen bop shows. But anyways, like I uh, when Jason goes to hell and he gets the ma- uh, Freddy gets his mask at the end, the very end. You guys know what I'm talking about? No, no, or you're not a horror. No, 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 no. I think we uh, have covered that. No, no. <laughs> no. Well, anyways, that's that was the the first like oh or okay in Predators two in Predator two with Danny Glover. You know oh, when you Dan- see alien skull in the ship. You know, you know what I'm talking about? The, as a trophy. Was there an ET skull in there? No, there wasn't. But I'm oh, saying that's like that's your hint. That's your, in 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 the movie ET. It's your hint that it's connected with Star all these Wars. universes. Are so connected. yeah, like your little Easter eggs. Absolutely, dude. That would be awesome. You see an ET skull in the fucking Predators trophy room. <laughs> oh my god! Now I want to see least that movie. Violent fucking alien. <laughs> Think that fucking movie. The least violent in cinema history. The least violent alien in cinema history. You just see, yeah, <laughs> you have the skull right there. <laughs> I bash that motherfucker's head in. Oh man, that would be the shit. That's what I want to see in the next Star Wars films. I want to see the Predators show up and kick some fucking Boba Fett ass or something like that. You know. Uh, imagine that, like, if the Predators, you know, it's uh, aliens, they all just show up in the fucking, like, Jakku, and they just start tearing shit up. They they heard that there's these Jedi guys, and they're like, that's the that's what we gotta hunt. You know, Jedis are the ultimate warriors, then let's go hunt them, you know, so. Huh. Predators versus Jedi. Predators, predators versus the Jedi. The Sith join the Jedi in the oh, fight. Yeah, they have to team up because yeah. the Predators are just kicking so much fucking ass. Yeah. <clears throat> versus oh. Lloyd Christmas. Versus, oh, I've seen that. <laughs> I know, <what> you're <laughs> that was the funny, have you seen that? It's this YouTube mashup. Uh, what was it called? You uh, Alien vs. Predator vs. Lloyd Christmas. Okay, just YouTube that. <laughs> and it's it's this epic fucking, one. like, this, whoever edited it was really it's, good. It's good, it's good. He edited it really well. <laughs> <laughs> it's that scene, they cut that scene when it hit, during his dream sequences. You know, when he's like, um, for, you know when those ninjas attack him at that fucking restaurant oh, yeah. in Dumb and Dumber? Oh, right. So they edited that with, with the, the doggy bag. <laughs> yeah. The they edited that with the Predators and the... In the oh, dude, it's awesome. It's pretty good. It's I pretty think good. you were... Uh, you sent me that, right? Uh, I don't... It was uh, Frankie's house one time. Uh-huh. Uh, no, no, you did. You were talking about it. Like, yeah, I think I sent you uh, that. Right? Velasquez sent it to you. Okay, that's what it was, yeah. And we were watching it. <laughs> that's too funny. Um, what did you guys think of the second Dumb and Dumber movie? Have we talked about that? Oh, we haven't, actually. Uh, that should be a good episode. Just the the dumber or dumber two, the, not the prequel. Two. Uh, dumber two. All right, two. Yeah, yeah. See that one I haven't seen. Oh, you haven't seen it. Uh, see, comment. it's okay, uh, but it's definitely it didn't feel. This felt like a 1996 movie. It did not feel like a, a 2014 comedy. Did it? It had it had that feel to it. Where yeah, it went really? back. Really? Yeah, it felt like it was like oh, this would have been great in the 90s. This oh, all right. Really, I get what you mean. Now. This doesn't really work now, and it's kind of sad. Like, damn. Because I feel forced. 
What's that? It felt forced. It felt forced. And it, don't get me wrong, there were still aspects that were, that just, the parts that didn't make you laugh, it definitely was because it was hitting nostalgia level. Like, oh, that's funny. Like man, t- man. They do touch on, like, a lot of the things from the first movie. It's kind of like, um, say, uh, like, uh, you're running a race, and then, like, the race is over, you're the last one, but you cross a finish line anyway just to say that you did it, you know? Yeah. But you don't really get any credit for it, but it's like, it'll make you feel good inside. Um, yeah. I guess that's a that's participation ribbon. That's funny. Do you know I do get what you're saying. It's participation ribbon. It is. It is. Yeah. It's and like, it's, at least you like tried. A, it's almost like completion too. You have you're completed, so you have to go. You have to watch it all. You know, I remember the Dumb and Dumber, the prequels. I remember laughing my fucking ass off. Right. <laughs> I think we were high. We were high. Remember we we yeah. this was at the McDonald's days. Yeah. So we got off a shift. It was me, you, and Alan, and yeah. Peppy. And Peppy. And we fucking smoked, and we went to go see Dumb and Dumber. And I we I thought it was the funniest movie I've ever seen in my fucking <laughs> life. So cut to like about ten years later, eight years later. You watched. I watched it at one. I was like, what the fuck was I laughing at? What was I thinking? <laughs> oh my god, this is the stupidest fucking movie I've ever seen. But I can tell you with tears, be you, Alan Peppy, all of us tears coming in our in the movie theater. <laughs> Watching Dumb and Dumber. Shit, <laughs> it was maybe fucking the amount of fat and all the food we were eating oh, or something. Oh, like, <laughs> That clump of fat like just came up to the fucking brain and hit something. I think that was on the Simpsons episode. Yeah. <laughs> what was? Uh, just something like that. Where there's like this big glob of fat that just goes into Homer's brain. It's like some <laughs> little random the state of mind at the, at the moment. <laughs> all right. Well, with that, we're gonna cut into our news segment. So here we go. Saturday morning at the crack of sunrise. Thank the man upstairs. Let me open my eyes. <laughs> I love that. All right. <clears throat> so first on the topic of today, and not a much. I don't even write down a much just because I don't know why it was a slow, slow news week, <laughs> except for Chapel got caught today. <laughs> oh yeah. You guys hear about that? Oh what? No. El Chapel yeah, got go. caught again. So, He'll be out soon. Huh. Right? Well, supposedly the tunnels are already starting to get built. That's what. Oh, the, yeah. <laughs> no. Why do they even try? I, I was at the barbershop earlier, and you know it's a it's a Mexican barbershop, and they had the news on, and the president is on speaking. I'm like, oh shit, he's talking about it. He has the hottest wife I think I've ever the seen. President, for, yeah, the hottest first lady. He's not good at acting. He's a, he's kind of small, but he's a good looking dude. But it's she's one of those telenovela stars, you know. And, oh, oh right. man, yeah, you can't just even. fucking it's gorgeous. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. What do you guys think about El Chapo getting caught? Is it a big, like, is it a, one of those, like, jack-off motion? Oh, kind of. Yeah. It's, it's probably just, like, for ratings. They got something going on. I mean... Ever since I've seen that movie, Get the Gringo, with Mel Gibson? Oh, yeah, hey, you showed that one to me. Ever since I've seen that one, I was thinking, like, damn, I want to go to... If I go to jail, I'm going to jail in Mexico, dude. <laughs> <It> <laughs> is seems, it anything like that? It's shittier. It's a lot shittier, but there's just a little bit more, like, leeway, I guess. Like, freedom. Yeah, a little more freedom? Freedom, yeah. Because <laughs> so it's almost like one big fucking mini city that you're just trapped in that. As opposed to individual cells or whatever. And no women. And no, right? no, there's women. That's there's, women, there's women. In, it's a co-ed. It's like a co-ed city. Deal? Like a city within the prison. Because they're able to visit. Like the families are able to visit. Oh, like, and they just uh, end up staying. You just can't stay. You just can't leave, I mean. So they can come and go. You just can't go. You know. Oh, that's interesting. You gotta watch that movie. It's a really yeah. cool movie. Yeah. It's kind of a part two to Payback. You ever see Payback? Uh-uh. Uh, you saw it, right? Yeah, I see. It's technically a part two to that. I, I, I think they're named the same. I think it's the same character name, mm-hmm. but I know that it's uh, that that at least as far as he's, him acting, that's the exact same character he's acting at. But uh, you know, kind of a coming to America slash. Uh, well, what does that food bring in? 
Well, I know obviously no it's drugs, but what what specifically? Which ones are are they bringing in that make money? Yeah. Oh, dr- uh, cocaine. He's the cocaine. Coca- dude. Cocaine's yeah. the, the cocaine's the money one. Right? Yeah, cocaine's that's where you get the, all the profit. Because I think I heard ever ever since even the uh, uh, which one call it the California Cal- the medical marijuana became legalized and between Washington, Colorado, all the states that they, that those cartels have that the marijuana ones that their business has like fucking almost nothing now. Just because, just on based on medical marijuana and the legalization of those two states, that they're they're in less. It's just that's the thing that you know. We, you know, I don't know how we got into it from travel, but that's the thing that bugs me or just surprises me so much about the war on drugs. You <laughs> see, you you literally see the positive results sure. going on in within our country. You know, I mean, you see it in Amsterdam. You saw it obviously in Dutch. You saw it in Port in Portugal, Portugal. where they released where everything's legal now. And everything just drops. And after the crime drops, overdoses drop. Everything is dropping, and everything's going up in the positive factor, financial wise. Now you see it going on in this country with Colorado, with fucking Washington, mm-hmm. and no one's still knocking on someone's door like hello, like duh. You know, we're still we're still sending people to prison for this shit, for a plan. It it makes no sense to me. I don't understand. I gotta meet the quotas. You know, I, well, I mean that's what it. it you know, it at this point, yeah, the privatization of all the freaking. Jails and whatnot. Absolutely, it's, that's what it is—the privatization of those jails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get money. It's it's an industry. It, it is, it's and an that's what he's talking about. The private, the private jails specifically, the ones that aren't government related. Right, right. What the fuck is going? Like, uh, how does how does nobody like uh, see this and go like, hey, that's not right? You know, this is that line from um, Shawshank. Uh huh. Or Andy Dufresne. He's all, I had to come in here to become a, a criminal. That's oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I came in. Uh, what was that? Uh, a murderer or something like that, and no, it's like I was like an honest person on the outside. I had to come go. to prison to become a crook. Yeah, yeah, there you go, there you go. Yeah, it's kind of true. Like, it's, it's, if if the system catches you and you're not a crook, it's gonna make you. A crook. You're gonna come out. Well, yeah, that kind of brings us to our first topic of making a murder. Are you guys on this? Oh no, I saw not seen it. hearing show? about it. Have you? No, <clears throat> it's on Netflix. You have Netflix, right? Yeah, check it out. It's a doc. It's a ten part documentary, one hour long each episodes. Uh, making a murderer. Is it making murder or making a murderer? Whatever. Making murderer. Murderer. <laughs> We're allowed one murderer. <laughs> Simpsons. Oh. You said the no homers. Oh, We're allowed right. one homer. Poor homer. But Homer, what's his name? Homer. Homer Glumplet. Homer Glumplet. You let a homer I said no homers. Uh, have one. So making a murders. Uh, it's a great show. Well, I'll probably touch on it a little bit more later because I saw on the uh, fan questions there's somebody's asking me about it. So I'll just touch on it briefly. But a guy is wrongly convicted of rape. His name's Stephen Avery. He is a small town in fucking buttfuck Wisconsin, and uh, it's kind of like a Fargo type ish going thing going on. But how did Wisconsin? <laughs> And uh, he's kind of like, oh, yeah, and they all talk like this. You know, they have that Wisconsin accent. <laughs> you know, I was I always equate that to um, Bob, from Bobby's World. Bobby's, world. Bobby's mom. Yeah. Oh, don't you know? Don't you know? <laughs> I was equate that. that Sarah Palin type accent. Yeah, uh, yeah, the Alaskan thing. Yeah, it's pretty similar. And it's, it's kind of borderline with Canada, too. The whole, yeah. uh, the whole hey, mom. oh, no, hey. Yeah. yeah, that kind of thing. I love, I, I, I fucking, I, you know, I listen to so many. I always search for podcasts on accents because I just love the whole dichotomy of it. You know, huh. the... Uh, you're you're literally move like t- ten miles this way, ten miles that way, and they talk this way, and they talk There's that way. There's always like a, the demographic shift. I, I love I love it. I can't go on. Well, anyways, um, uh, yeah. So making a murder. So they the the small county sheriffs 
uh, wrongfully convict uh, this guy Stephen Avery. Who don't get me wrong, he's not a he's not a saint, but he's one of these guys that always getting in trouble for misdemeanor shit. You know, in and out of the, so the cops hate him. He's one of these fucking low life type of dudes. Cops don't like was him. Was it any? What, no, I mean I don't know that they would go that deep into it. But was it, were any other crimes previously sexual sexually related? No. No, nothing. Uh, well, technically, he put his di- he whipped his dick out one time, like <laughs> so. What indecent exposure? <laughs> yeah, kind of that kind of shit. Yeah, and um, and that was when he was like twenty. So this happens about like ten Maybe years. Forgiven for that. We've all done that type of shit. He was drunk and he was twenty. Yeah, I, 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 I did. I did. I take a taste all the time. And well, anyways, um, uh, so he's and his IQ was like seventy. Okay, so you got to keep in mind this is that kind of thing, and um, he gets wrongly convicted of rape. Of raping a woman, and but that's just that. Like the way they set it up. The, okay, look, I know it's a documentary, so they're gonna have a, a view. They want, they want it. They want to paint, paint a picture. Yeah. Exactly, they want to paint a picture of this guy being. Uh, so I get that, and some of the facts are like, uh, yeah, you know, he's kind of a douchebag. The cops are fucking. Regardless, the cops are evil, completely evil in this town, small town. They set it up. They have. They literally have evidence of somebody else that it was actually. Like, oh, it's, they need to follow up a lead on this because it's actually, it might be this other guy. They go like, fuck that bullshit. We want to convict this guy. We want to tell him. He gets convicted. He's getting away for 18 years. 18 years, uh, and then he gets out like in 2003. And they, because they find out, because of DNA evidence, of course, they find out it wasn't him the whole time. And he, and, they, and he never pled guilty. He never did one of those plea bargains because he's like, no, I'm innocent. What What's going on? Uh, comes out and fucking ends up like, oh, you know, everybody's on his side. Like, oh, and they're all looking at these douchebag cops. Uh, he ends up suing the police department, obviously, for $36 million. $2 million a year for every year he was he was away. $36 million. Uh, What happens, so after he's starting to sue the company, he ends up getting, um, he, he gets now charged with murder, <laughs> this missing woman type thing. And then that's sketchy. Now, like, now whether he did it or didn't, Okay, I'll play the, the the thing that I find most sketchy about it is that she was stabbed to death and then eventually shot in the head. And this all allegedly happened. She was stabbed in his bedroom and then dragged to the garage and all that. There's no blood anywhere. There's no blood anywhere. All they found were the bones of her remains, fire remains, because there was a burn pit in this backyard. Hmm. So, and, they, and it looks like the bones were moved. Like she was burned somewhere else and moved there. Like there's a lot of evidence here. Where it was just like something's missing here. It, it, it like the whole part that just completely like whether he killed her or didn't. How how in the fact it couldn't have been where the cop said it was. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's no way that a woman gets stabbed. I know how much blood is spilled, and there's no way you know when a body gets stabbed or when a body gets uh, shot. There's no way that there's there's rug all over the place. And if there was a possibility that there was no blood spread. He's not smart enough to be able to handle that or be able to do that. It's some hmm. Dexter shit where you can get away with it's no traces of anything, you know? Hmm. So, you know, they, they think it's planted. Uh, keep in mind, I'm only until episode seven yet, so I haven't even finished it myself. But that's where I'm at now. And it's it's it gets you involved where, like, uh, I've been going to work extremely tired because me and Jackie have been on this one. <laughs> Same <and, blade. laughs> Yeah, and because we don't even get a chance to sit down and watch it till about 8, 9 o'clock when we're all, you know, done with the day. So like even last night like we uh, it got to be like ten thirty maybe eleven and then it oh, ends and it ends episode. perfectly on like God damn it now I gotta see the next one damn it so we play it and shit like that you know it's super <laughs> interesting I highly recommend it making a murder if you get a chance maybe I'll touch a little bit more on the, on the fan questions but I'm trying to sell you guys on it you know, no no it's a good sold show. sold all right um let's see okay so Congress 
they 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 try to do uh, make a bill that would reduce funding to Planned Parenthood. Um, it, it got vetoed. It passed, and they got vetoed by the president. Hmm. The president right now is on his last term, last year kind of shit, where he can do whatever the fuck he wants, and he doesn't he's worry about it. Going balls out. <laughs> he's this, the mic. this actually, I agree with though. I think there should be more funding given to Planned Parenthood. Just because I'm a frequent user of it myself, you know, <laughs> I haven't been in a few years, but I have used it myself. I ain't gonna lie, and I think uh, it's one of those services that I literally, so you know, whatever. How many times I was there, I, I remember I sit down. And I was like, man, these are people who legitimately need this shit. I would look around in the waiting room and like, yeah, I think this is one of those things where like uh, you look at like this you is you were there through non planning, and they were there out of necessity. I just. Yeah, like the legitimate people who and come wrong with the obvious. I'm talking about the elephant in the room is the abortion thing. Mm-hmm. Throw that out. It's still a really good program for. Every, there's still like ninety percent of the other services that it offers, and it's really good. Like you know, you can get the WIC program through there. You can get a lot of funding for, through there. You can get a lot of medicine. Yeah, the I don't get the the opposition to to, to them. I don't. I don't. It's it's really it. just kind of the right Religion? wing. Yeah, exactly. What I was gonna say the right wing kind of people would think mm-hmm. that. That think that the ten percent that it does, which is the abortion part, the ten percent they like that they then condemn the entire program of Planned Parenthood, mm. and then they want to cut funding because that's not right because you will do a, you know, well anyways the the um, the female president of it ties in with the jails no because they they're fine paying for these people these people yeah that are born in horrible situations where parents aren't ready or don't want to do the parenting. Mm-hmm. They become horrible citizens, and then they end up becoming people that are now thrown in the jail. So they're, they're yeah. perfectly fine with having they throwing them in jails and having them in jails. But yeah, but you're banning you, all that. Your your IQ is a little bit bigger than theirs because you're seeing the big picture type thing. <laughs> they're yeah. not, you know, morons. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean that's a good point, and you're right. <laughs> that's a good point. You're right, but you're not. You're seeing the big picture. They're not, and that's really really does what it comes up to. You know, it's crazy to me to have like. Um, it kind of relates to something I was listening to Sarah Silverman talk on the Marin podcast, and they both don't have kids. And he's like 50-something. She's pushing that age. She's in her late 40s. And they were talking about how they're too selfish to be um, – they're too selfish to be parents. They wouldn't trust themselves as being parents. And the way I was thinking about it, like, there's a lot of people that are super selfish. You're, it doesn't, like – it bugs me when people say, like, oh, but your, your life is going to change when you have a kid or your attitude is going to change when you have yeah, a kid. Yeah, yeah. You don't know. Right? A lot of people say that. That's true. If that were true, we wouldn't have so many shitty fucking parents in the world. If if you were too selfish, if, if everything changes once you see your kid or once you have your kid, why are there so many deadbeat parents? Why are there there wouldn't be so many pe- uh, so many dads and moms walking out on their kids and still doing their bullshit or sitting on them. <laughs> <laughs> that it that's not necessarily the truth for everybody. That's the truth for you know some and a lot of people. And you know once you do see your kid something and you change it sometimes or you want to live your life differently or it, it's like an epitome moment. Like, you know, right, right. That's not the case for a lot of times, you know. Plain and simple truth. I'm, it's not this Disneyland kind of world that we live in. A lot of people don't give a fuck. Like, oh, they see their kid, and yeah, maybe they they, they have affection for him, but no more, not enough to be like, I'm still doing me, you know, like yeah, 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 not yeah. enough for them to change. Or cute as baby, cute as baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it depends on how cute the baby is. You think? The older they get, the cuter they get. <laughs> <laughs> but it depends. You know, it's all. It, there's no. There's still. There's still people that are out there that it ain't going to change for nothing for them. They're still going to be doing their thing. They're still going to be irresponsible with their support, or just not give a fuck about anybody else but themselves. And right. they're still going to be the selfish people. And that's when you're going to get those shitty little kids. And that's when you're going to get... And I'd rather have those people 
the the selfish people that are going to be raising those bad I'd rather have them go to Planned Parenthood. I'd right. rather have you know what? Don't even fucking bother with uh, raising another another one of you. Just by all means, <laughs> cut yeah. yourself off. You know what I mean? And, that, and I would rather have that. But like I like Elliot said, that's a big picture thing. People, you know, that kind of thing that I want to shut programs like that down don't see that. They yeah, see, it's just a tunnel vision. They just get fixated on that one thing. And uh-huh. That's all they they want to get fixated on. Yeah, absolutely. And they they're so vindictive. They're so righteous. That's what fucking bugs me. The righteous arrogance of them. You know? <laughs> right. It's in the Bible. Where? Yeah. It's in there somewhere. Yeah, somewhere in the back. <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's crazy. All right, let's move on to um, the last thing I want to touch on. The FBI now con- uh, considers animal abuse a class A felony. Um, I, I, I agree with this. Uh, About I, maybe time. A dog abuse, yes. I, cats, whatever. <laughs> but No, I'm kidding. Uh, dog, I have cats. Dog abuse, yes. I consider that... Um, no, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. Uh, everything. <laughs> And what do you guys think? Oh, yeah. About time, definitely. You guys are all pet owners, too, right? Yes. Yeah. I'd say my pet owns me. So we have this equality thing because I'm all for equality. <laughs> Is it like a master and slave type of relationship? Uh, it's just something we do on the weekends, un- you know. Uncle Tomish type thing where he likes being a slave. <laughs> you think that it's something like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, we speak in barks and, you know, like roofs. Likes it roofs. It reminds me of Dennis the Menace. He named his dog Ruff, remember? What? <laughs> he named his dog. I used to watch the cartoons. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember the cartoons. He named his dog Ruff. <laughs> Did you ever see Dennis the Menace to Society? Where he does a drive-by in his tricycle? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Sold. <laughs> you, you, got a, you have a dog and a cat, right? And two cats, yeah. You used to have a snake, if I remember correctly, right? A travel It's snake? still around there, still. So. You still got a travel snake? <laughs> I never got rid of it. You never got rid of it? I just Kevin Smith. Yeah, yeah. Jay said I'll strike back right there for you guys. Uh what do you guys like? Well yeah, why wasn't this something that was already in place? I honestly when I read this article, I was like, holy shit, I thought it was already. <laughs> I thought the whole Michael, Michael Vick, Vick thing. Yeah, yeah. Michael Vick didn't do enough damage before. You know? Um trying to play catch it. But I mean it's not surprising. People hardly care about each other. So why would no, they care that's, about that's a, a good pet, way to put know, it. So. That's a good way to put it. Man, why are those dogs bark, barking in the background? Let's go beat the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> they're fucking up our audio. <laughs> um, you know what? Here, you know, everybody, if you heard of the earlier episodes, I have a specific affic- uh, affinity for dogs specifically. Mm-hmm. Man, nothing breaks my heart more than um, when I see something, one of those dogs, like, you know, those beat up pictures where they're all fucking scarred up like crazy. No, not those. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know why I don't. I don't like little dogs. Little I, they're dogs. almost equally uh, equal to cats to me. <laughs> it's that little man syndrome. They got that little man syndrome. No, it's just annoying. annoying. Yeah, it's, it's, it's annoying. They well, to... I I just don't think that their jobs are like I. I think my affinity for dogs go with the fact that they're they're, they're more. Useful? What's that? They're useful. The, the usefulness of it, like, absolutely, especially the bigger dogs. I've you know I've run down the list before, but you know drug sniffing dogs, guard dogs, watch dogs. Um, you know, hound dogs, hunting dogs. You know, you, there's you name it. There's probably more jobs for for. There's probably more jobs for dogs than there are for that Steve Avery guy from making a murder. You know, <laughs> available to him. But, but you know, I have an affinity for them specifically. Nothing, nothing, nothing just hurts me more than when I, I remember I was, uh, when we're, I was talking to Gwen about uh, my daughter Gwen about how I saw this whole thing about how cats literally have no. Um, 
uh, how would you say emotional connection to you. They have no chill, basically. Well, I guess. <laughs> but like, if they find, uh, if you, if they miss, if you move on from your cat within a day, they find a new owner. They find somebody else that feeds them. That okay, they're gonna stay with you they're know. Perfectly fine. Yeah. It does it, it does, There's for them. It's just survival mode type thing. Just uh, looking for a sponsor. Yeah, pretty much. As opposed to like a dog, where I've seen videos of it, it breaks my heart. But like, it's like uh, cop dogs or or even marine dog veterans. That they come back like there was a soldier that or a marine that had a dog attached to him and he was uh, he was buried in the burial service and the dog would not leave the casket the dog would just oh. the dog literally stayed there um, until he was actually let into the ground and this is a true it's a true story and and I'm like oh my god that's amazing and that he would like oh. you could hear him crying type how oh, thing uh, that, that during the ser- service that episode of Futurama. Which, which uh, one? Oh, with Seymour? Yeah, with oh, Seymour. my God. Oh, I'll tell you about it. <laughs> oh, man. It's, oh, God. Right, they, they flash back with, um, or, what is it? He's, he's, he's walking through a museum, and he's walking through a museum in, in the future with, with Leland Fry. Bender. Yeah, Fry, Fry with Bender or something like that. And um, he sees, like, the, the fossils, the, the dog fossilized, and he's like, holy crap, that's my dog, Seymour. And then they flash back to... I do it's, remember um, this. I do remember this episode, yeah. Uh, what's that uh, movie? Uh, the Japanese dog, you know, he waited oh, for... Oh, yeah. Uh, co- uh, something... Damn it, G... It starts with an R. I think it starts with an R. I thought it was a K. It was a K? But it's with Homeboy from Mothman Prophecies. Um, God damn. But yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. It's a spoof on that, you're saying? Uh, it's basically what it is. It's the same story. Mm. Yeah, because with Fry jumping from the future to the present and all that stuff. It, it's like flashbacks. He's just kind of like, you know, telling a story but going back, back and forth, you know? Hmm. But, I, I think I remember doing. Oh man! The the episode ends with the dog waiting Don't, for him. Spoiler alert, man! Oh, spo- oh my god! <laughs> it's fine. It's too wrong. It's 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 <laughs> no, but it was a good episode. It okay, was a good it, episode. it is a really good episode. All right, fine. Yeah, I don't want to spoil. It. If you haven't seen it, watch. Okay, it. we'll we'll jump to it. Connie Francis one. at the end. Shout out to Connie oh, Francis. Man. We'll jump to something else. But like uh, like my my favorite my favorite episode of The Simpsons, the one that makes me breaks my heart. Is the one where uh, Santa's little helper uh, becomes a guard dog for, oh, Mr. for Burns. Mr. Burns, right? And then Bart goes to find him back, and as you know, he's deprogrammed. He basically did the Clockwork Orange thing where he got deprogrammed, and you just see viciousness now. And as he's in the air about to rip, Bart's, I love you, boy. Yeah, I love oh you, boy. man, oh my god! And then he's thinking about the memories. He, the frisbee hits his eye, and then they just start wrestling and playing on the ground. And then he, and then the other dogs want to get him, and the, he's dude. Ah man, there's nothing like a, a man's best friend. You know what I mean? Right, right. It, it's it's that title for a reason. You know, it, it's not man's best cunt because it's a cat. No, it's man's best friend. You know? <laughs> That's what it is. But uh, I I love that episode. It um one of my favorite. But like I said, just the affection of dog. I'm glad. Like I I was surprised when I saw the news and I saw that this is finally. I mean I'm glad, but I'm surprised that it has not been up there for a long time. The, the, the I mean the tricky part about that shit. I was wondering how do, how did how they find out certain things are happening like who what reports these things because the dogs themselves can't report these things oh you know, well so I mean it's, it's the same it's, as a child abuse child's not gonna report it you're gonna get somebody else to report it yeah but I, I, get, I get the feeling that people are more feel more invested in a person so they're gonna be like they're, they, 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 they're like they're like feel more righteous about you know standing up for that child than they would for a, a dog you know uh, a dog that's like fucking dog no I think there's I think there's enough people that love dogs to be like, or even just animals in general, to be like, hey, that's fucked up. Let me report this, you know. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I may, my, maybe I'm naive. Maybe you're too cynical. Somewhere in the middle, you know. Is the dog loving like an American, North American thing, like Canadian no. thing. 
Because, like, yeah, in Mexico and El Salvador, Central America, all that. They like, just kick them in the street. There's too many of them. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> it's the immigration problem. It's a right. dog immigration <laughs> problem. There's too many of them. They're taking our jobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in, in Mexico, yeah, there you go. We figured it out. <laughs> all right. Um, before we get into, into any more sappy shit, and I start crying. Oh, I miss you. I Kiwi. love you, boy. Oh, I love oh, you, God. boy. I love you, boy. Oh, man. Just, like, speaking of dogs, man. All right. Just uh, this last night, um. I had a dream where I, uh, I saw Scotty. He didn't know. Scotty, uh, the little white dog we used to have. Did he know? Or he didn't know. Oh uh, no, he knew. It was a uh, you know no seriously. Scotty doesn't know. Oh, <laughs> oh, one of those. Yeah. But um, Euro trip reference for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so was it Matt Damon? Yeah. <laughs> Matt ahead. Damon. So you saw your old pup? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was uh, I think it was last year. Uh, he uh, drowned in the pool. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, I don't know why, uh, just last night I had this dream Super where fun. I was, uh, running, it was, I don't know where I was. I, th- I think it was somewhere in the South Bay for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, I don't know why that is. Specific. It, well, you, you, know, you got it right. Yeah. For whatever reason that I think it was somewhere there, Torrance or something. Yeah. And, um, there weren't any people, there weren't any cars on the streets or anything, but it was nighttime and, uh, it felt like I was running from something. Hmm. So I just remember going up one street, going down another, left, right, and uh, I came up into to this, um, it was like an intersection, and then there's this part where it just kind of goes up into like a, kind of like a swervy little driveway or something, yeah. I don't know, and uh, I, I run into Scott, he's right there, that's I was like, tight. oh shit, that's Scott, that's Scott, you know, Yeah. and then there's this moment where we're like walking towards each other. He's walking towards me and I'm walking towards him. Like, Oh my God, this is fucking Scott, you know? So then he just kind of like, uh, he kind of, um, kind of like, he stops, like we're like right in front of each other. Yeah. And I'm just like in slow motion, just like reaching my hands out to like, you That's know, awesome. yeah. to, like grab him. And I'm like, I know it's got, I know like once I like touch him, it's going to feel like, <laughs> yeah. he, had, he had a feel cause he was kind of like old and bony, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, and you know, like, like my grandpa. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. <laughs> And, um, you know, I, I was just, you know, just like, you know, thinking about it, it was like slow motion where all these things are going in my head. I know it's him. I know it's him. Once I touch him, I know it's going to feel like him and I know it's going to be him. And then like, I finally like placed my hands like over his head, yeah. like kind of like cup his I know what you mean, yeah. You know? I'm like, oh, that's Scott. That's fucking Scott, you know? <laughs> and in my dream, I started crying. You yeah, know? I, I, yeah. I was like, man, I started crying and th- that was it. I, I woke up and... I love slash hate dreams like that. I've had two specific ones and I'll, I'll bring them up maybe later. But it's 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 they're almost like gifts but at the same time because when you wake up it rips you right out of there oh yeah yeah but at the same time you're like oh thank you big for slap that. in the face you're never getting that back it's kind of <laughs> kind of but at the same time like thank you for letting me have at least the moment back again you know uh, that's the way i felt about no, no, those no, kind yeah, of dreams this one was just uh I don't, they usually feel like that like with the with the billy and lucky because uh-huh. i've had those dreams with them too with both of them and those felt like that, but this one it, it felt different. I don't know why. It it was just um, like like 
why would you do this to me? Like, wh- whatever higher power, like, yeah. made me dream this, like, why would you do that? You don't, I just I mean, feel I, like I, shit I, when I woke up, man. Well, that's what I'm talking about, like, that when you wake up and you're just, like, your heart drops because it's like, oh, it ripped out of me. But, but see, I learned to look at it like, uh, at least thank you for the time I did have. Thank you for the feeling I did have at the moment. But you don't feel that way? You feel No, like, not for this one. For the other times it's mm-hmm. happened, yeah, like, I get that. But this one, it was different. <clears throat> I don't know why. I'll explain the, the, the two other times for me when I had those dreams. So, I dreamed, uh, so, <laughs> I'm in Iraq. I'm in Iraq right and i'm fucking like you know whatever you know you have trouble sleeping but sometimes you uh, you know you do your nyquil thing or whatever or sleeping pills or you know you get your hands on it and i remember like ah oh, man i hadn't been sleeping for a while like just you know i mean when people say like i haven't slept for days what they mean is, i don't know if they mean this but what yeah, i what i would mean <laughs> is i've had i've had an hour or two a night and that's about it and i'm you're just still running on fumes i think so I remember my buddy hooked me up, Hernandez. Thanks, Ernest. <laughs> Shout out to him. Uh, but he hooked me up with these, like, sleeping pills. I took that, and I took the sleeping pills, and I washed them down with, like, shots of NyQuil. <laughs> you know, like, I, think nice. I had the best dream I've ever had. And and I didn't realize it was a dream because I dreamed I was home. So I'm home, and I'm with Jackie, and I'm with Gwen, and I'm like, oh, my, and Tommy's not born yet. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is awesome, and I'm home, and I'm fine. And I thought it was, you know, like, I had already gone through that whole thing wake up and i'm fucking and and it, and it really took me about five minutes like and i kept looking like no no oh, this isn't my bed no I'm, 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 I'm looking i'm staring at my my rackmate moreno and i'm like oh fuck man no and it, and i started kind of crying keep in mind i wake up before everybody else and um and nobody else is up yet and uh, you know it, the, the shift isn't you know started for most people and i'm Fuck, fuck, and now I literally had to adapt again to the situation that I was back at it, back overseas, back away from your family, and I that was that moment where I felt like, man, fuck this. Why? I want to wish I never even had that feeling for it to get taken away in the first place. I want to just do my time and go home. Like, why do I have to go back? And then I learned eventually. I learned to appreciate those moments. You, life is nothing but moments. You need to appreciate those ones, and it's a gift. At the same time, it's a fucked up gift, but it's a gift. You know? that's sometimes how a gift, sometimes a curse, you know, sometimes I, a blessing. Yeah. I don't know how you would kill it, but that's how I, I relate. I, man, you know, <clears throat> it sucks. Dude, I, I purposely meant I didn't want to go back into the sappy shit, but I wanted to... Well, we're still, on, we're, well, we're still on the subject of the dogs because we haven't officially <laughs> cut that off. <laughs> spay and your pets. That's it. All right, Spay to Bob. Uh, what's his Bob? Uh... Oh, 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 I was channeling Drew Carey. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, you did that too. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, another Marine, by the way. Nice. Uh, what was a Happy Go or Beat Him Up? Or... Uh, Bob Saget? No. Or what do you mean? What? No, I hate the, the fucking game show. Oh, Bob Barker. I'm sorry. Bob Barker. Oh, he's a he was a marine. No, Drew Carey was. Oh, I was about to say Bob Barker though. He was the first one to do that spare or neuter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Anyways, good advice. We're going back into the interview I did earlier. Uh, once again, uh, Joey Gomez, a buddy of mine, a marine. We went. We were in Japan together. We trained together. Fought over there. Uh, he had a fight over. There. It was pretty awesome. Just want to say this was the interview I had earlier with him, and um, and yeah, please enjoy it, and and we'll talk about it right after. So. All right, our next guest is actually making his UFC debut. Uh, he's gonna be fighting on January seventeenth under the Dillashaw Cruz fight, and that's gonna be something to look forward to. Uh, this is actually a, a guy that we trained together overseas uh, in Japan. He's been a, a fellow Marine, and uh, he's a really good guy, and uh, it's good to see him like coming up, coming Say hello, man. Hey, what's going on, guys? All right, all right 
right, Joey, so you're in the, you made it, man. You're in the UFC, the big show. How are you feeling right now? Just uh, like I said, I remember uh, you know following you on Facebook and we're friends on there, and you were talking about you were gonna have a fight on Axis TV, and that might be your last one. You're talking about retiring, and then now all of a sudden, next thing you know, boom, you got a contract you're signing, and life is um, it's a life changing moment for you. How are you dealing with it? How are you feeling with it? Thank you. 
whatchamacallit, um, now talk about people you're, you've been fighting for. You, have you heard of this Rothbard? That's the guy, your, your adversary on this fight, January 17th. Uh, talk about him a little bit. You've heard of him before, or have you ever even trained with any of them, maybe? They got Pettis, they got CM Punk, yeah man, absolutely. 
definitely strike me as the kind that's going to come back stronger and better than ever. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to the main, because this one I'm really interested in your advice, because I disagreed with uh, Boo on this one. But who you got for Dillashaw versus Cruz? That was our uh, that was our first official interview with a USC fighter. Ellie, what'd you think as a, as other MMA guy here? What'd you think of that? Um, get a nice sense of optimism. Yeah. Him in, at the beginning, he's a good guy, and he yeah. and he's a good fighter. He's a, he he's definitely a Muay Thai like uh, he's like you said he's a striker. How dude. old did you say he was? Thirty. Uh, he's oh, actually he I think he's like twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah, there. he's getting up there though. Yeah, but he's good to go. Um, yeah, this is a perfect time for him. I, I, I really feel I feel pretty confident with him. I, I like I said, I've seen him fight, so I know the style. I've seen the other guy fight too. Is he on the main card or a prelim? No, no, no uh, the fight pass. The fight pass. Yeah, yeah. But uh, oh yeah, let me. So that is January seventeenth, the Dominic Cruz versus um, T.J. Dillashaw fight. This next week, it's gonna be a fucking awesome, awesome card. Uh, on the other card, Matt Matrione versus um, damn, who is that? Who? 
Remember when is fighting the, the, the big motherfucker, the giant dude? Uh, I forgot his name. I, I killed myself for forgetting his name. But the Comey... Uh, no, no, that's the, the, the Sky Tower. But the uh, the Comey is Eddie Alvarez versus Anthony Pettis. That's going to be good. And I know Ross Pearson is fighting. I forgot who he's fighting, but Ross Pearson is on that card. It's a solid card. And it's free on, yep. fi- on Fox Fight Night. So it's, that's going to be a good one. So please tune in and... Um, I get a five, dude, five passes literally like they offer the first month free or something like that if you want to ch- check it out. So if, if it's for any fight, you're going to try um, for your free trial run, do it for this one, man. January 17th. And uh, like I said, I wanted to thank Joey again. Uh, how'd you think of the, uh, how'd the interview go? How'd you, what do you think of my, uh, you know, my, as I, my first like interview skills or whatever? Your first <laughs> MMA journalist? MMA. Journal, uh, MMA journalist. Yeah, yeah. Aerial Hawani bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, well, well. I'm telling you, you had a nice sense of optimism from him at the beginning, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, before the fight. Yeah. Before, and yeah, you, know, you mentioned the thing about him nearing retirement, and so yeah, the same told a nice little story, it's a nice little underdog story there from the same absolutely. Story. And the yeah. same thing happened to Conor McGregor, by the way. He was gonna, reti- he wasn't even gonna, re- he wasn't even gonna fight anymore. He didn't want that first fight he got in the UFC. He didn't want to take it because he was like, I'm done, you know, I'm done with this shit. And then next thing you know, he was like, his coach has forced him to kind of take it, kind of hand behind his arm. And next thing you know, now he's the fucking champ, you know, and and moving up to two weight classes, that kind of shit. It's just crazy how like serendipity, you know, yeah, mm. how it all rolls. Like, oh, you never know what you're meant for until you're until you're there. That kind of bullshit. Mm. You know? I think the only thing I was thinking is already right, just like how deep you could get in with the questions that you might have. Say, like, how personal do you want to get in with certain questions? I doubt. Yeah, exactly. I doubt you want to get into. Say not in a pay pre-fight. scale, yeah. yeah, and especially with him, it, this being his first, his first fight under the, the promotion, yeah. yeah. He, obviously, you, know, you don't want to have him step on any toes or say anything that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like. <laughs> then again, that's just me. Here. Then again, that's just me being a UFC hater and trying to. Yeah, you are. Are you just seeing his face? I see this like he heard like, oh, I want to take Dana White and, uh, and John Shelby. Dude, your face is like, Mm-mm. like, dude, what's wrong? You still hate on those guys? <laughs> Um, I don't know. The disparity in pay is yeah, that is a big to me. I just some, read, it's something that you know I I I, I can't. I just read that McCarthy, Big John McCarthy. Everybody knows him. He's been the the ref since the UFC most iconic two. ref. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he got paid for the uh, Lawler conduit fight. He only got paid like under two thousand dollars, like well, exactly or something. That's, that's, that's ridiculous. Judges, you know, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have my problems with them, but I'm definitely. Um, Pros outweigh the cons type of thing. I like what they did for the sport, or Dana White specifically, what he did for the sport more than what he's doing to the sport in the negative fashion. You know, pros and cons, and it's not like it's not changing. It's not like these are the set rules. Everything's it's always adapting. It's changing. You know, in a good way. I think so. You don't. <laughs> I, I, I you know that's, that's exactly why I would say I don't know how far you would want to get in with the questions and. Did you oh, check sorry. out the um the the Pride revamp that they've been calling it the Rising thing? I texted um, about it. Did you get a chance? I to saw the fight or fight. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to see the whole. Event. That's probably the weakest one, to be honest. With yeah. You. <laughs> Dude they lasted longer him, than I thought he would. To be yeah, honest. they gave him a fluffer. You know, yeah. uh, the King Mo fight was. Aw- There's a couple great, great fights, but the King Mo fight was awesome. Yeah, I heard him mentioning that he'd want to fight Fader, and that that, that, that would be. That'd Dude, be fun I would to love to see Fader versus King Mo, and I think King Mo would get it. Then I think it's his time right now. Um, 
Yeah, there you have it. You never know, though. But Fedor's that kind of guy where he has that kind of... Arlovsky was whooping his ass. And then That was sad to see. I didn't didn't want to see Arlovsky lose this last week. Oh, you saw the fights. Yeah, I did. I did end up catching the fights Um, the the next day, the day or two later. I was going to ask you about it. Uh, That whole card was... The whole card was kind of a letdown. And uh, oh, Lofi over here for that one, right, Lofi? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, except I mean that last fight. Except for but that <laughs> last, I was just gonna say that last fight, that last round made up for it all. That was amazing. That was amazing. And the thing, Robbie Lawler has been one of my favorite fighters forever. And it's and it's like damn, like it, it, it's one of those things where you're like, see, I fucking told you guys. I told you know you can you can be proud of it. How many fucking fight of the nights or fight of the years has he had within his? his I think at the beginning, career? I was watching it with Nick and his and his brother. Uh huh. And before the fight, because you guys well, ordered it or no no no, I watched it on online on, on, online yeah. after. Um, and it was really quickly just. And neither one of them had knew, knew much about Robbie or anything like that. Or kind of. Yeah, or or or, or either, of, of either one. Mm-hmm. And it was really quick. It's just. Keep Rocky in mind. That's it. Just keep the movie Rocky in mind. And then, yeah, at the end of it, it's like, yeah, that was that was a Rocky fucking fight. Absolutely. That, that was fucking drag over. <laughs> that was one of my favorite fights. Um, my favorite moments in the fight was as soon as the bell rings at the end of the fifth round, they don't put their hands up. What they do is they put their hands on the cage. Oh, okay. <laughs> and oh yeah, then, yeah. Side by just, side. They're just so exhausted. You know, yeah. so exhausted. And, and I was like, man, that means they gave it your... They, they, you got with paper because they gave you all they had right there, and they left it all in the cage. I love, I love, I just, it's real life sports moments, man. You don't get many more, many more of those, you know. That's that's the same moment as fucking uh, uh, Martinez uh, throwing his jazz hands in the air after he scored oh, the winning goal in the, you know, in the Kings. <clears throat> it's it's the best, man. I love, I love that shit. You know? Spontaneity, yeah. That's just, yeah. Spur of the moment. Maybe that's why I love uh, MMA so much. Like, you get more of those moments, I guess, in this. It's everybody, it's everybody's like, uh, they're trying to do their best. You know, someone's in the cage trying to give, they're giving you their heart, you know, and you're going to, it's more chances of getting those kind of authentic moments. Yeah. Out of somebody, you know? Or, yeah. When you see, when, when, when the fight is over, when it's ended and if it's, you know, in, sometimes in a knockout in between, or something you remember, like that. Uh, I mean, and it doesn't necessarily have to be knockouts, you know, I'm not. Well, what I mean is to get stuff. that to, no, no, no. What I mean is to get that, that, that burst of, of emotion. Yeah. Say when Holly Holm knocked out Ronda. Amazing. Amazing. Her face and her reaction to yeah. the moment when she realized, all right, I can't believe I like, did it. I did it. Yeah, yeah it was an awesome. That, like, that, that moment. Even in the middle of the fight, I remember, do you remember the Robbie Lawler? Robbie Lawler versus um, Michael, uh, Nor- uh, I was about to say Norm McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> Rory McDonald. That would be nice to see. I would uh, like to see Norm get knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> I love Norm. <laughs> uh, you know, now he's KFC, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we were at, uh, you know, the Cousins House in Paramount. We were watching it on the big screen. And it's after the fourth round. It's not even the end of the fight. It's after the fourth round. Robbie just stares him down. And then Rory's like, I'm not going anywhere. And then he stares right back at him. And it's two bloody faces. Just It was an awesome, authentic, real moment. And it's one of my favorite moments of the... And they weren't nobody's doing anything except staring, you know? And I fucking loved it. It was it was great, man. Yeah, I, I, that, like I said, that's why I think that's why MMA is probably my favorite sport. If you want to consider it a sport. I'm not yeah, I, yeah, I don't know how you couldn't. Yeah. But you know, it's just one of my. It's, it's just more authentic moments coming out of that, and it's good. To see, it's it's it's. I don't know. It's cool to see you know those little cool feelings. You know, have you ever felt that way during a fight? Have you ever felt like or you or see something like, go like, oh, that's amazing? Like when Marquez knocked out Pacquiao, like something like that. Just a crazy moment. It doesn't like, have to be a knockout, but no, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like th- there's a level like you know, you know, at the end of all that uh, animosity, there's still you know just a uh, um, a good sportsmanship. You know, I love that. When no. the bell rings, like these guys are literally killing each other. Bell rings and they start hugging. Like, oh, that was awesome! I can't believe we did that. That kind of shit. Huh. That's a good feeling. 
It's a good old feeling. It's like a good old fashioned feeling. Yeah. Where I do anything to boner. <laughs> That's funny, man. Yeah. Uh, what about you guys? Anything? Um... <clears throat> no, I was just thinking, like, all right, with that, with that in mind, and the, you know, how many, how much more, you know, MMA material do you plan on doing? What do you mean for the podcast? Yeah, for the show. Because, like, how did how did how did this interview come up? Was it you're just a friend on Facebook, and hey, would you mind doing a podcast? That was a Marine buddy of mine, and, and um, he said you got he hooked you guys up. Type of thing? No, no, he's the Marine. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. is the Marine. And, and like I said, just like, uh, we're always keeping in contact. Actually, I was, he was originally, he had promoted, he was going to be on Access TV, which is like a lower little channel. You, you, I'm sure we all have it, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But they have fights on there sometimes, and he was going to have a fight on there. And then um, we're like, hey, man, you want to come? You know, he's promoting it on, on Facebook. And I was like, hey, dude, I have a podcast. You want to come on and talk about it? And he's like, yeah, dude, absolutely. Yeah. Next thing you know, that fight got canceled, but it's the it's because of the UFC. One. The connection had been made. Connection had been made, and he wanted to come on, and he still was down to come on. Like, dude, that's awesome. You know, one of those moves up very organically. But I'm, I mean, I'm down to have. You should do a be- You should do a fight companion with him, mm-hmm. but have him walk you through as like the experience of a UFC. The backstage stuff. Oh, the backstage. All right. Yeah. While all right. Oh, while while the, the the fight before his fight. All right. Well, I was in the back. I was in. I was, I was warming up already. I was warming up. Yeah. I was tape. <laughs> That'd be great. Fucking the dude that accidentally ta- he taped my thumb a little too tight and it started turning purple. I got pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid shit <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A fight companion with a fighter. Because it is different. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. It is completely different once you're fighting in front of um like when you're fighting in front of the uh you're the regular people at the gym. And just other regular fighters are watching. Like, I remember, there's videos of you. Have you seen them yet? Like, video of you, like, on... Uh, oh, those random, like... Yeah, and you're and you're just in the back, in your background watching us go at it, you know? And yeah. you're just sitting down. And then there's videos of you just getting beat up. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's pretty fun, you know? Like, oh, you see these... Um, and it's and that is a huge difference between, like, okay, now I got 20, 30 people in front of me. I can't even imagine how it'd be, like, when you're in the UFC and you have literally 20,000 people... You know, just exactly. I think that'd, that'd be an interesting to hear from his perspective. Yeah, absolutely. You know? hell yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. Well, like I said, we'll have him on after the fight. See what's going on. How, what was popping out through his head? Uh, and remember that though, like, and like I said, everything pops up organically. Like uh, as yeah. far as material goes, and it's not like I'm turning it into his MMA podcast no, or a comic kidding. book podcast or a movie podcast. It's just one of those things where it's a big mix of everything. It's a big mix of everything, whatever we enjoy. But for sure, it's a drinking podcast. That's what I could do. That. That's the main theme. That's the main theme. So, what are you guys' plans for, like, I've heard, I've heard you say this many times, Ellie, <clears throat> new year, new me. I've heard you, like, <laughs> you've never said that. <laughs> That's pretty much. You've never said that before. <laughs> but what are your plans, like, are you doing anything that you, do you have any little goals or, not even. New Year's resolutions is what you're asking? No, I'm not asking resolutions, that are dumb. But I'm asking, like, anything, like, you know what, I, I need to do this and it, by the end of the year, like, just a little goal like that. I need to get this done by then. And I'm not, not saying any, like, gold challenges, but let's say, like, you know what, man, i never I never been over there. Damn it, this year for sure I'm going to go, or something like that. Or I've never done this. You know what, this year for sure I'm going to do this. Anything like that for you? I'm really freaking boring, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Even something simple or nothing? No, I don't know. It's, I don't know, just go day to day. And um, something fancies you on that day, and it's like, all right, go do it. Well, that's good philosophy. That's an adaptable philosophy. How about you, Lofi? Anything for you that you say uh. yourself? Um, I have a new beers resolution. <laughs> Try new beers. <laughs> I, don't know. I, don't know I mean, I don't know. It just popped into my head. 
<laughs> I just wanted to be a big man for a little bit. <laughs> oh, um, you're a big man. Oh, you're a big man. Oh, <laughs> uh, what was that other guys? <laughs> you're a big man yelling, huh? Raise your voice. Oh. Uh, but um, anything like you want, you want for sure do travel. So maybe somewhere specifically. Oh, always, always. Um, but somewhere specifically, like you know what I'm gonna do I, it for I would sure love this year. To go to Australia. Oh, but but that's not like something like for sure you got to get it done by this year or is it? Oh, hopefully, like for my next vacation, that was my plan. Like for my yeah. last one, you know, like all right, the next time, like my next vacation, I want to go to Australia. Yeah, but uh, just you know, I just hope I make it back because I know like apparently Australia has like the most dangerous animals like in the world. <laughs> yes, but no, <laughs> look, Australia is one of the biggest continents in the world, right? There's less people in Australia than there are in California. And most of them live around the... Most of them live in between Mel- the Melbourne and Sydney. Yeah, I'm Melbourne, sure. Sydney, Perth, and Brisbane. And, that, and everything else in the middle? Is, like, that's where it's all the dangerous outback. bullshit is. That's where all the dangerous bullshit is. You it's really don't Wolf have... Creek. No, like even in the yeah. city. Even no, the but city. it's not as bad. It's not that exaggeration. Those statistics come from, from the bush. They don't come from the, the big city. No, but even in the city, there, there yeah. are, you know... Certain things. Correct, correct, but no more than there would be in this city. That's what I'm saying. Like, the exaggeration comes... No, but, I mean, I don't have to, like, check my shoes every morning or anything. No, yeah, of course not. Oh, here? Well, no, you yeah, should. I, would, I, would, no, I think, you yeah, should. Here, here, you should. You absolutely should. should. I'd be fine. I've been fine. Like, oh, it's man. not like... I I'm not going to have a tarantula in my shoe, like, tomorrow morning is what I'm saying. I don't know. I found a daddy down long legs. Long legs. Oh, come on, man. Yeah. yeah. That's... That shit is scary. Yeah. If you got open wound, those motherfuckers could do damage. No, that's like yeah. that's like um, uh, yeah. it reminds me of Zoolander. Like after his first day, he's like, I think I'm developing <laughs> the black lung pack, and then everybody's just like, this fucking weenie over here, you know? That's not even the same, but yeah, that is funny. Like to me, that that's what it feels like. What about have you already started trying to learn the language or no? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? The ship on the bobby. Oh, with the dialect? No, yeah. I meant language. I was just kidding. <laughs> I'm not like that yeah. Aboriginal yet, but yeah. <laughs> you gotta elongate your vowels. That's what you gotta do. Gonna probably I should... ask for the shrimp. You know, you can't just <laughs> oh like they the haven't heard that a hundred times since Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, oh, but seriously, if American uh, media's taught me anything. Uh, was it Hogan? Is it? That's not enough. What's oh, name? Paul Hogan. Paul Hogan. Uh-huh. There you go. Yeah. I thought you were just doing Hogan's Run. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's Germany, and that was in the shield. Oh. Yeah. That's funny, man. We should have oh, we should have saved up and gone last year when uh, Holly Holm beat Ronda Rousey. That was in that was in Sydney. Oh shit! That's right. <laughs> well, like uh, to see like a rugby match. That would yeah. be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, not just like touristy shit, but yeah, the food is wild. When I surfing. That's why, no, I, brought, that's, that's why I brought up the Barbie. I don't think about the food. The Vegemite, <laughs> surfing, dude. Surf. The Vegemite. Oh, what is Vegemite, anyways? Vegemite? What is that? Yeah, you're the veggie dude. Like, right? What is it? No, no, <laughs> you haven't heard of Vegemite? Uh, yeah, it's, they had, it's like a it's really like popular down there. It's like no, Nutella. Yeah. It's their Nutella, but I it's... heard it's uh, veggie food. I don't like Nutella. You guys like Nutella? Everybody's raving about Nutella. All my home, all the Marine buddies when we were living in Japan, were like, oh, you gotta get some Nutella. Like, I don't, I don't see the big. It's deal. okay. I mean, like yeah. if it's like a, another different version of peanut butter, but it's not peanut butter. That's all it was to me. It, yeah. It's just a spread. You know, yeah. it's good. It's okay, but I don't see what people like are dying over Nutella. So that's why are you gonna it's eat the Vegemite? I don't know. I have to look into it. You have to try. You have. I mean, if you're there, right? When in Rome? When in Rome? Mm. No, this is. He's going to Sydney. <laughs> yeah. That's Italy, dude. This idiot. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Foolish <laughs> Americana. Trip <laughs> on the bottom. What about that? You, what about you? You ever want to travel anywhere to Europe or Australia or Africa or anything? Probably um, Antarctica. Japan would probably be cool. Ooh, I think. You take Canada. Me with you. I'll take. I'll be your guide. 
Canada and then maybe oh, one of the Scandinavian countries. Yeah. I've been to Finland, Canada. Finland or Sweden. I've been to Canada, dude. I'm I'm telling you, there's no difference between Michigan and Canada, except for the people. Yeah, actually, there's a big difference. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> I think about it. I meant like uh, in geography. Do I want to? Do I want to hang out with Americans or do I want to hang out well, with? Well, no, no, no. I'm sorry. You're right. Detroit. <laughs> it's a big difference. Between Michigan and Detroit. Yeah, Boo used to live over in Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Gloria, his wife, still still over there right now. And then, I don't know. Um, I, I guess, I mean, yeah, to see some sporting events. Like, it'd be interesting to see. That's what you gotta do. When you, when you go anywhere, like in another country, you, or even in other parts of the... Like, when I was living in Oklahoma, they had... I'm not kidding. They Rodeos? Had, huh? Rodeos? No. No, that was in Texas. I did oh. I did that in Texas. But Oklahoma had... Uh, uh, okay. So, you know how low-rent WWE is? They had a low rent version of that, so it was backyard wrestling. No, it was it was backyard wrestling in a, in a little like high school gym type shit. That's what it looked. But was it packed? Uh, was yes, it, it was. It was. Oh, nice. Yes, it was. <laughs> and these guys came out as characters. You know what it reminded me of the South Park episode when they did the wrestling thing. That's exactly what it was, dog. And it was kind of fun. It was pretty awesome. Wrestling is fun. Wrestling is fun. It was fun, fun dude. But so you gotta love the Mexican, Japanese, and American. They're the only ones that keep wrestling alive. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, damn, that's a good one. I didn't even think of that. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, whenever you got, the sporting events are the best, because that's where you get the, I guess, the common folk, you know, so you get to have a feel for that type of thing. So whenever you got Do as the locals do. Yeah, I think that's well, a big well, thing. Well, when in Rome, you got to do, that's an expression I just made up. Oh, when in Rome. Something about when you're in Italy or some bullshit, oh. I think. No, Australia. Something about killing, <laughs> stabbing <laughs> people when you're in Italy or something like that, I think. Is that where you get violent stuff? tendencies when you're Italian well, or something? Well, you, you mean like the arena? Like, yeah, like the, the Coliseum, the, the Mafia, all that shit. Motherfuckers kill each other. They're violent people. Uh, Italians are known for being violent, yes. Are they really? No, I don't think so. You know yeah. who is? Humans. We all. Yeah, There's only one race, the human race. Oh. Oh, nice. Mic drop on that one, huh? Who won? What? The race. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say dinosaurs. But they lost. I got to love you with that one. <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> that was pretty good. I don't know, man. It, it, you know, it's weird when you... Um, I don't know. Like, for me, personally, the places I've always wanted to go, it's not like the touristy spots for obvious reasons, but I've always wanted to go to Africa. For what reason? I've always wanted to Brazil for Africa. No, yeah. For what reason? Uh, I don't know, man. It just seems like these are where the hardcore is at. Yep. This is where the fucking like the the people that's that where live life started. It. Well, no, not like that. Like this is where like if the zombie apocalypse goes down, like these are the people that are going to survive the post apocalypse because they're it's not going to be that you think much. Think so? Different. I thought they'd be the ones to fucking fall apart the fastest. It's not that much. A post apocalyptic America is not that much different from a regular Africa or at least parts of the jungle. It's really not. You're, what, what's that big a difference between a post-apocalyptic America where you don't have any resources and then the people that are... are hey, man, in, in that type of environment, you got abandoned buildings, you got widespread fucking um, cities yeah. that have, like, sewer systems and electrical systems and all this shit that you could, like, figure shit out. So it's make... even better. Meaning, if they're doing... If they're living their lives as good as they can, being just, you know... Regular folk without all the whole indoor plumbing, the whole you know that kind of thing, then they would survive in a post-apocalypse of a of a future world. 
These no, I know, I know. I'm, I'm just saying, I'd rather be with abandoned buildings and shit like that. Oh yeah, me I might too. Be able to, I might but... be able to find some abandoned like <laughs> office building and in a cubicle I can fucking build my own little house and put up a hammock and fucking pretend that none of this shit's happening around. But out there, <laughs> I can't do that shit in a fucking tree because I look down and then there'll still be zombies and all this crazy shit happening underneath you. Well, what's the difference? What's scarier, zombies or fucking lions? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my, you know, <laughs> zombies. Well, the lions, and you could, the bears, lions. You, well, the lions you could eat, no. You can't eat zombies. Uh, yeah, you can. So I guess it's a pro for Africa. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> nah, I, I'm, I'm trying to argue. You want to be in America when this shit Look, happens. For sure, when shit goes down, you want to be in America. I would for sure rather face like five, even ten zombies than face one 500-pound lion. 100%, I would rather face ten zombies than one lion. Than one, Af- one you know, one, uh, what do they call it? Uh, so then private. why would you want to be in Africa then? So I can appre- so I can learn how to do the thing and watch other people how they do it. If they can do it, I can do it and learn from them. You know, that kind of the air up there. Anything you can do, I can do. Better. You know what? Well, I'm not gonna learn anything living in a, in a safe country. I'm not gonna learn anything. I gotta go to. What the- if you go to the woods and like live in the woods and whatnot? You could same type of shit, no? Those uh, hicks that, yeah, those hicks that hunt in the woods and whatnot that kill all that. They they have survival instincts. Just as strong as the Africans, though. I don't know, man. Something about Africa where they like it's a, a, an actual society, not just a bunch of hicks or fucking weirdos. <laughs> lifestyle, <laughs> <Yeah>. deliverance. <laughs> yeah, where it's actual society or tribes that actual like oh you know they have customs. It's it's cool to do that, man. You know, I, I wouldn't want to get a shot. I think that's the main reason why I'd never want to go to Africa. Oh, you gotta get eight shots. Yeah, exactly. I would never. Dude, I have to get like a bunch of those before I went to in the Middle East. You know. Hundreds of them, and I was like, man, in Africa, I heard it's even twice as bad. Yeah, fuck that, see, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Also> Canada, <laughs> uh, yeah, Canada's awesome. But the only thing I, I like, oh, you know, I gotta watch my kids. Obviously, I can't go on my own, and I wouldn't want to take them and put them through hell. You know, it's it's. Kind you don't think they'd enjoy it? You don't think it'd be? Say you, you're at that age. Yes you and no. Enjoy yes and no, but I just don't want to put them through that like whole like. Hey, I'm I'm gonna suffer because I, I enjoy suffering and it, I think it makes us better. And then let me put you through that bullshit. No, you know I don't want to do that. You know. But if they're older and I'm like, hey, you want to try this adventure with me? Then they have a different mindset as opposed to, you know, now. That, that's the way I feel. Hmm. How about, Was it that no, that Africa? makes sense. Uh, no, this is, that's Sunny Lit. Uh, uh, Elliot is pointing to the iconic picture of Muhammad Ali knocking out Sunny Liston. This was at uh, Madison Square Garden uh-huh. where he did that. Dude, you're talk- what you're I'm talking, talking about, about the rumble in the jungle. You're talking about the rumble in the jungle when he fought George Foreman. And for, by the way, it was, that was three fights. Muhammad Ali won the first one. George Foreman won the second too. A lot of people don't know that. Oh. Yeah. Everybody thinks that it was just Muhammad that won because he won the first fight, the epic one, the first one. Mm-hmm. Well, the other two fights didn't have nicknames, did they? No, they didn't. Then why the fuck would you want to exactly. win them? <laughs> George Foreman fucked up and won the wrong one. Yeah, but then yeah. again, he 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 made that grill and he had the last laugh. Yeah, well, yeah, the grill because of the grill, right? That, that, the best motherfucking infomercial of all time, right there. George Foreman made the, the grill. Muhammad Ali got the chills. Shake it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> I just heard I that was came hearing, out good. I was hearing a podcast today where, like, <laughs> this is so depressing. I don't know why we're laughing, but where people are literally like, every time they not every time, but when there's a lot of people that when they meet Muhammad Ali that they just shed in tears because they're sad about someone who was once elevated to just greatness of greatness, the greatest, he's, that's his name. They the shed tears, fucking assholes, he did it for them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... it's Because of their bloodlust, and now they're can, crying. Not, you know, not to go back into this conversation we had last time, but 
how how dangerous boxing is. How keep in mind back then they did fifteen rounds, twenty one rounds. Sometimes, dude, dude, I remember like if you go back into the whole Jack Johnson days, um, back in the day when you know boxing was boxing, they didn't they didn't have an end of rounds. The round ended when the fight ended when someone was on the floor, and there's on record rounds of going into like a hundred and two rounds, God shit damn. like that, where the guys just were not quit, where they they wouldn't stop. And it just makes me think, like, oh, my God, those brains must be mush. Like, literally, like, you come out a different personality at the end of one night, you know? Huh. It boggles my mind how this was let on, you know? As a fan, that's always been something that's always been somewhat conflicting. For you? Yeah, because you're rooting for them to fucking do this to each other. Mm. It's, well, it's competitiveness. Bloodless. Yeah. Not necessarily bloodless. It's cut, it's a, it's a spirit of competitiveness, which is uh, that's 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 what I try and tell myself is that's why I'm watching because mm-hmm. I want to see fucking two people compete and strategically counter each other and mm-hmm. shit like that. But at the end of the day, it's like when you see the knockout, who the fuck doesn't stand? Like, oh, yeah. It, well, it's instinctual because it happens in all of us and it and it's alive. And, that's why, but you can't help but not feel so guilty. So many sometimes. beers we got. You guys got to catch up, man. We have so many beers here. Yeah, yeah. That's why. So yeah, I've always felt a little. Uh, a little what? Weary about it? Guilt. Guilt for uh, cheering something up? Yeah, because I mean, like, eventually these dudes are going to deal with this type of shit, no? I mean, yeah, like, it's unrealistic is... to believe that none of these guys are going to fucking have health problems down but the line. Th- this was your deal with, like, how, like, you hate when people fight in boxing or you hate hard checks in boxing. I mean, I'm sorry, in hockey. hockey, excuse me. I don't know why I said boxing. Uh, hard checks in, in hockey. No, you know, I don't fighting. mind hard checks. Uh, just fighting. You're not Fake fighting. The fighting when it's... Oh, so you like it when it's authentic. When it's right there and there. Like, fuck you, fuck you. If, it, if the opportunity presents itself and a hit is there and you're, say, you choose to defend yourself because you felt but you wrong, consider then it... I, that, that, I, I agree with that. But if you're at the beginning of a face-off and but you don't we're think... getting into sports again. <laughs> it's not a... Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's not like you said. It's, it's not a bloodlusting for you. It's a competitive sports. Yeah, right? to see. It's uh, same for me. Keep in mind. We're... we're we're educated, um, as far as, like, the fighting goes, we're educated people. But that's why, at the same time, that's what I'm saying. It's There's still that there's still that conflict in the end when I realize, you know, I am cheering for these guys to do this shit to each other. That's why I would say, that's why I pay attention to, or I want to pay attention to the pay. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd be admiss to say that it's not a little bit of both. Like, you know, I'm not going to say it's not a little bit of bloodlust. But for me, it's like, I'd, I'd react the same way if it was an awesome chess move. You know, you know. I yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Totally, exactly. Yeah. yeah, any competition when you see something unorthodox that ooh, you ooh, that's seen. clever. Ooh, that's awesome. That's a good move. Mm-hmm. You know why you did that? Because that, and then, you know, and I'm kind of something like, you did, you definitely didn't see, didn't expect. Oh that shit! You, that check they, that out. Mm-hmm. You know, or even if you did see it, like, oh, he, he is doing it. You know, like he's saying. That's up. why. That, again, yeah. that's why I say there's a, that confliction because then when you're in the crowd with other people, you know, your peers, your the, the audience, right, and they're the ones that are cheering for fucking straight blood. It's like. Uh, I, I'm contributing to this. I I may not. We yeah, like you said, we we're thinking about it on on, on a different on level. a different level, yeah. a couple steps ahead, you know, years ahead, because we're thinking about you know their livelihood afterward. They're not absolutely, but yeah. and but they're the ones that are getting catered to, and that's that's always been my comp my because they're the ones that buy money, and that's the majority. And it's always like uh, whatever whatever is popular, whether it's a sport, whether it's a movie, whether it's a show. Whatever's popular, it's it's only popular because the majority is dumb fucks that like it, you know. Uh, even the podcast in general, like if this show does get popular, it's not gonna be like my crowd is gonna. It's not gonna cater to the more intellectuals. The people who are gonna listen to me are gonna. Uh, so you're saying you're gonna you're gonna alter your your approach? No, we didn't say that at all. 
But I, what I'm saying is the people that, let's say the people that, for you know, God willing, they happen to like this podcast, they're going to be listening for different reasons that, than most of the people that are listening now. Most people who listen now like to have, uh, whether they agree with me or not, they like to have me and Loaf and whoever the guest is uh, debate or, or just discuss intelligent conversations on based on the subjects we had earlier. And But let's say we got popular, the majority of them are probably going to like whenever I make a dick joke or a fart joke or I made a joke earlier. But see, that's what, beating, I'm asking. Do you, that's what I'm asking. Do you then put in more dick jokes to accommodate for them? Do, no, personally, no. Exactly. Why, that, one, that's why I feel that this is this is my. Uh, I'm going back to the gripe against the UFC because that's my gripe because that's uh-huh. the, my opinion. That's what you think they're doing. Is that that's what they're doing? Yeah. Say I don't. I don't know that I want to go. I don't know that I want to say that because I don't want to pick on the dude. Dudes. No, 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 no. Let's leave it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go with like just the regularness. Yeah. Um. Promoting too much standup. Okay. So, you know, the, the, the fight, the MMA game, you know, mm-hmm. the, well, like you said, why it's interesting to you is because there's so many variables, there's so many things that you can see, things that it's unpredictable. Yeah. And I guess that's why the trends that I've seen, it's become predictable. The fights in the UFC, I, you can tell what's going to happen. You know that they're going to stand and fucking box and kickbox, occasionally throw a couple kicks. I, it's not, there, isn't, there isn't much submission attempts. Or ground attempts. Say when we say when you say the the, the Japanese. Well, how how show that you saw the rising show? Okay, Did you, was there a difference in the feel of what you were? Uh, oh, it it felt like pride. It felt and looked like a lot like pride. But I mean, are right, in the approach that the fighters were taking to each other, was there? Did you notice a difference? No, no, no. This was. You know what the difference was? You can tell the you can tell the the skill level wasn't. The part of the UFC, okay. but so that made for wilder fights. But it also made for more scrimmages. It made for more ground game. A lot, a lot of stuff was handled on the ground, and they leave it on. The so ground. all right, uh, all right. I guess that's what what it comes to. All right, this part of the conversation is all right. Mm-hmm. Ultimately and optimally, MMA is stand up. No, optimally, optimally, like for like because you want the fans no, to see no, that. No, 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 no. I'm yeah. saying no. I'm saying as a fighter. In your the head, the most fans. no, 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 or not, not, no, no. I'm saying just it's as a fighter. It's not for me. It's not for me. It's not standard for me. I, I need. There's no way I. Could no, say you as fight. a fighter. You as yeah. if you were a fighter, yeah. optimally, your game plan, the best course of action is okay. to stand. And uh, fight, okay, no? I know what you're saying. But my game plan for me, how it always has been, is to have a strong striking game, and have a good defense on the ground because I need to get back up. That's right. That's where I mentioned that the sport has gotten to that point where that's only for my preference though. Because you ask somebody else, you ask who, who's who. Th- Keep in mind, I started, I started in stand-up. So I, I, I agree, I agree, but we're it. talking, we're we're talking amateurs at this point. If we're yeah, talking that, that, you and Vu. That's what I'm talking about. So me and Vu, who Vu who's a grappling guy, who wants the. Game talk, that's what I'm saying. I'm talking yeah. optimally at the top level. Mm-hmm. The strategies that you're seeing, they're all mimicking each other. No. Uh, you see it in all sports. I don't know. There's some guys that still work on their ground game more than their stand. I, List your champions and tell me how their styles are. Let's see. Um... Okay, so Verdum, heavyweight champ right now, He's submitted the two best heavyweights in the world. Submitted the two best heavyweights in the world. So, all right, out of one. All right, let's drop to light heavyweight. I don't want to drop any records. I don't have any records. Exactly. Oh, no, no, I do. Okay. Okay, so Mighty lightweight. Else? Nope, lightweight. Lightweight heavyweight. It's not John Jones right now. It's DC. Daniel Cormier. Strictly wrestling. No. Strong wrestling. He's, he's a great striking because his AKA background. But where was he? He's an Olympic wrestler, which is a ground game. That's two. That's two people who can take you down whenever they want. Because all right now, now right now, I'll counter with now McGregor, I'll counter with McGregor and Lawler. Now and well, they're strictly boxing. They're strictly stand up, kickboxing. But they have great defense for ground game. 
because it's something they need to worry about. They wouldn't have that deep. Well, actually, McGregor doesn't. McGregor got taken down a lot. Do we see either one of them winning a fight with a submission? No, because optimally their game plan they're they're gonna do they're gonna go for well they're gonna go for knockout. With oh, you mean winning with a with a submitted thing? McGregor and and Lawler? No, I don't. But not Holly Holm. Hold Let me get. Let me no, because you're you're. Let me counter. Uh, now Lawler and Con, uh, Lawler and uh, McGregor have amazing defense, takedown defense. The way the reason they have that is because they know that they that's something they need to worry about. They wouldn't need to, to worry keep the about fight standing, yeah. They wouldn't need to worry about that if that wasn't an issue, and it is an issue because MMA. Because you know, and keep in mind there are more exciting fighters. To watch obviously, they don't want they they know they need to they want that knockout, they want that fucking finish. That, that and certain guys they have no op they have no they they have no. No say really, yeah. Because it's their only shot in the show. You gotta fucking impress. The, you know, like the thing so is, the here, way to impress is to knock out. If you're their knock, age, knock. it's not like they're young guys starting. Yeah. Where they, so, where they, they, oh, I have a preference here, or I have a preference there, or they. These are guys like, look, I've been dominating for so much in here. I need to, I need to keep doing what I'm doing to win. Now, not that to say they, they don't know. Like Lawler, who's older, he's up in the age. He doesn't. He's like what thirty six. He's not gonna all of a sudden start to become a jujitsu champion. Or no. jujitsu master. No, but what he needs, he's he needs to keep doing what he's been doing, which is striking, become an amazing striker, which he is. But that's not to say he doesn't. So what's he's gonna? What's what's better for him? So I'll to try to learn jujitsu, and try to be a black. You know, no, for him it's gonna. Be, you know what? Let me make my takedown defense so awesome that I don't have to worry about it. I got all right. One, 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 one of the train of thoughts that I, one of the thoughts I was having right says during that fight, it stuck to straight boxing because. They teach just both try to they, they both just try to knock each other out. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, and especially for Lawler, there's pr- certain points where all right, Conan was on it was down, or yes. Conan was close to being down. And if he had pressed the wrestling or the submission part of the game, then you that fight would have been a lot over. It would have been convincing as well. It wouldn't have been controversial. Yes, correct. In, yeah. in the sense that you know everybody's saying what's faced through a lot more strikes, even though fuck more uh, um, <laughs> more with the volume of strikes over the fucking quality volume quality. yes exactly because hard hitting strikes were to Lawler yes correct mm-hmm. so that's why that's why, that's why I question significant strikes that's, that's, what, that, that's why in my head I'm asking like why the fuck isn't that a strategy why 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 isn't that viable because in there in, to it them, was for it was for Hendrix Lowe's favorite fighter it was for Hendrix it wasn't because that's his style that's what he preferences it wasn't for Condit because Condit's been such a, a dramatic striker but if, if you're just looking at styles and matchups, if the guy comes with a strong wrestling or jujitsu background, that's what he's gonna want to do. I, yeah, I guess I'm overanalyzing. I'm seeing, and I'm in my head. I'm telling myself I'm only seeing stand up. Well, you can't do it just on based on those fights because it. Well, no, I'm not. I'm basing yeah. it on a shitload of um, what I've seen the past couple of years. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that the cr- look. Well, I know what you're saying. The crowd wants to see the knockout instead of the submission. It, it, the crowd, and what I mean by the crowd is 90 percent of people, not the. Let's say okay. So me and you have a background in fighting. Me and you've done practice before. I have a background to get my ass kicked. <laughs> but you're still you see the setups. You see the shit going through. We're like, oh, you'd appreciate a setup for a submission as much as you'd appreciate a one-two knockout. Yeah, you know? or a setup for a combo. Yeah. Oh, it's exactly. And you're like, oh shit, that's awesome. Oh shit, he's going for it. Oh shit, he got it. Mm-hmm. And you would pre- the same way, like, oh shit, he's not tapping or she's not tapping. They're getting out of it. That's awesome. It's, it's as as exciting to me as you and to, and to me as it would be if the guy straight up just oh shit you got knocked the fuck to me that's as exciting but, but so we're not talking about us but we're talking the majority of the crowd who's not that educated yet 
This what is, I'm saying is you could educate them instead of just c- c- completely. That's what I I think it is getting educated. Uh, well, you know, okay, Loaf is a perfect example to have this conversation because he's not coming from it from you're you, you've been watching it for a long time, but let's say like you're looking at it as a fan the whole time, not as a, someone who's competing. Like, uh, yeah, uh, I'm not analyzing it. Like, yeah, so I'm like, not studying technique. Do you see like, like obviously there's probably more more finishes of striking and submissions or the or how would you. Is it as exciting to you, or how do you see it? In terms of what, like the way that you know people win. Let me let me let me let me ask. All right, yeah. when you when when you're gonna watch a fight, when we get together and we we'll watch a fight, like how often are you expecting something you haven't seen? Oh shit! Or do you assume that all right? That's this a broad question. Be more specific. No, no, that's why. Or or do you see this fight playing out the way the majority of these fights play out in my head? Is they stand for fucking five rounds and fucking box and each other out because they're both looking to fucking land that one hit uh i guess like there's some people that you know do that you know they want to get that one hit depends on the fire yeah yeah you know but then there's others that you know they're i guess they're a lot more technical about it you know they have a game plan you know like a like a game of chess so to speak absolutely but it kind of word for word what we're saying it really depends for me it depends on the fire you're saying you see the majority of fighters doing that that doing that whole waiting for that one knockout. Look, even in boxing, it goes back. I get the sense that the commentary, the promotion, everything is there. There, they want that because it. it I mean, it, it gets the best reaction. It does. You can't deny. Everybody, we all get up. We're like, yeah. Did you see that shit? We need to see that again. We want to see it again. When the next fight, I hope it comes out just like the last one. You yeah. Know? So I mean, I agree, but when you hear like, don't leave the fight to the card to, to the judges. Don't do this. Don't take risk. Don't. That is that. That's when I, I question this. Thing. No, because say I mean that's the part of why you enjoy sport or art or music or anything is because there is no rules. There is, it, it's in the eye of the beholder. You know who you're listening to, who you're watching, that's doing it, and that's why you become a fan. Well, there's yeah, some... and what I see with them is them just cookie cuttering every. That's not a lot fair. of fighters. That's not fair to <laughs> say. A lot of fighters. A lot of fighters. Not but, because obviously you're a top. Yeah. You're top grade. You're fucking champions. They're they're gonna have their distinct styles, and they're so good at that thing. Yeah. That there's no way that anybody can change them. So who but the you younger ones to... that are coming up. Yeah. They're being molded into that style. I don't think so. I see. Think... I was gonna say the exact opposite. I think the younger ones that are coming up are the ones that are gonna want to make a name for themselves. Like I want you to remember me, so I'm gonna take more risk. I'm gonna go for that knockout. I'm gonna go for that crazy submission. I'm gonna go for that crazy shit that no one's ever tried. I may hit it, I may not, but I want you to remember me. I don't. Th- I think the older ones, the ones that want to like keep their winning, uh, their winning streak, on. their title, those are the ones that are playing it safe. Well, and the special ones are the ones who don't play. Condit or Lawler, they didn't even have to. Condit could have played it safe for that fifth round. Condit could have jabbed out because he was winning all, all, all the other rounds. He could have jabbed it out and it probably would have gotten a decision to Condit. But he stood in front of Lawler and went for it. He had heart. And you'd notice those. The, it's a reason that that fight's a fight of the year for a reason. <laughs> the first, first card of the year, fight of the year? Yeah. I, dude, I, I, I'm, 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 not, I'm not arguing with you. I'm dude, not arguing right? You're right. It's, well, it's a high standard for everybody yeah. else to live up to. It, it, yeah, that, that you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a high. That, and it's a reason. It's because you remember the guys who gave you your heart. You remember the guys who gave you your heart, and you remember the guys who tried. Those guys that just jab it out, or they're trying to win on points, you're not going to remember them, and you're not going to remember them for having... That's why Mayweather gets hated on. I mean, going to mix boxing and MMA, Mayweather bitches so much. Connor wrote a thing to him, too. 
Because Mayweather was bitching. He said he called it racism. Why he gets hated on for the, his style. That's all he ever throws out, no? <laughs> he, well, I don't know. But but Connor was, you know, called him out on it. Like, fuck you. It's not because you're... It's because you're afraid to take fights that are threatened to you. And your style is boring. Because you don't take risks. That's the same thing. And that doesn't apply just to boxing or just to Mayweather. That applies to a lot of people. In, everything. In everything every art. A lot of fighters in the UFC. <clears throat> there's a lot of them that don't take risks. They want to play it safe. And they want to win on points. And those are the guys that no one remembers. I would say, yeah, I would say every art, because I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm not huge into music, but I would assume, and I think I've heard there's gripes against mainstream musicians because they're doing the norm, not mm-hmm. trying anything new, you know? Yeah. Say, I don't know, the popular bands of yesteryear or today, the shitty bands that like came and went, you know? My, uh, my, my they're like, why the fuck are you getting the attention and the fame <clears throat> when it's like these other dudes are, you know? My hard drive is filled. It got filled a long time ago and now I just fill the podcast. <laughs> music to me, all music has sucked for me for the last like eight years. <laughs> I can't find anything good. I mean, I mean, I'm, I know you probably disagree because you're, you're still in contemporary music and all that. Uh, something like that. Yeah, Hannah Montana mostly. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. You don't. <laughs> she's like a it? musician. She's she's the best of both worlds for sure. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. No. That's Hannah Montana song. Oh no, I thought that. No, yeah, my bad. I'm confusing really? my Disney starlets. Yeah, I'm confusing my Disney. Dude, that's stars. like 20 years. <laughs> yeah, that's, that tells you how much I know about my Disney. That's good. I'm glad you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard Beethoven's new mixtape? <laughs> you know, it's funny because like, um, uh, Tommy, you know, um, Tommy knows Mozart versus Skrillex, right? You know, on epic rap battles. Are you listen. Oh, you watch yeah. that. So they had a Mozart versus Skrillex rap battle. And then, like, oh, man, you know who Mozart is that? Yeah, he's this. Like, yeah, dude, of course I know. And I smacked him. Like, how the fuck you dare you ask me? No, I didn't. <laughs> but he's telling me, yeah, screw this one, though. Like, and I was like, how dare you? How oh, fucking man. dare you? <laughs> you know? He's like, nah, listen to it. He won. <laughs> yeah. He won. <laughs> I was like, no. You know, that kind of shit. But it's crazy, like, to me how uh, the internet today's changing everything where the whole there's no net, there's no longer a separation between teenagers and parents. Uh, cheers, dude. There's no longer a separation between teenagers and parents on what they listen to. And not that there, there I mean, it's actually started with our generation. There was a big gap because we could listen to the Beatles and appreciate the way that our parents listen to the Beatles hmm. or the Rolling Stones or fuck Dwight Yoakam or whatever country, you know, Johnny Cash, who was a big, huge, hmm. huge town. But I think it's even closer now where, like, the music I listen to now that's on the radio is the same shit that the kids are listening to. It, the gap is completely closed where there's no longer a separation. You know what I mean? And uh, unless you're really into this whole, like, back in my day, which I don't know how, you know. But it's kind of the same thing with YouTube channels or TV shows now. Like, the YouTube channels I watch, at least half of them, the kids are already subscribed to, too, you know? Hmm. And it keep, this is a generation that's... Uh, Gwen is ten, Tommy's seven. They're about to be eleven and eight, and that blows my mind. But oh, but it's it's one of those things like oh shit, we're watching. Like they're talking. I remember I walked in on them having a conversation about a channel. Like I had just seen that video earlier on my subscription. Like oh shit, I know what you're talking about. Hmm. There's no longer a separation between the whole parents. They have their things they like, and we. I mean, get me wrong. I have my things that I like, and no one likes. <laughs> but but there's the gap is bridged as far as you know. I mean, maybe when you have kids later, are you planning on having kids? Or? No comment. <laughs> no? Okay. Well, maybe, you know, like, you, you you understand more what I'm talking about, but the bridges gap between the generation that's being born now and the generation Yeah, totally. I found now. myself playing video games with, like, my six-year-old nephews. Well, it's, <laughs> the, it's the internet. It's the internet where everything's relatable because everybody knows what each where we're all talking about, you know? It's, it's, it's a crazy age for everybody to be living in right now. I mean, why was there that separation beforehand, though? 
Well, it didn't even start till because there was a separation after World War One. Because before then, the same music you listen to as your parents or the same music you listen to. There's no, there's no separation. It, be, it didn't become actually. I'm sorry, World War Two when the fifties came. When all of a sudden Elvis Presley came and they're like that's the rock and roll revolution. We're not. Yeah, exactly. That's rock and so roll. So that, that's what it was. We're yeah. not supposed to. Leave. Happy birthday, Elvis Presley! It's his birthday today. Uh, you're not allowed to listen to him, and you are, and that's for, and then it's now it's a generational gap. Like, well, you just don't get it because he's awesome. And then that the generation gap lasted for years up until the internet just came down again. And that, and now we're back to like everybody just likes good shit, you know, <laughs> the same shit. Mm-hmm. You stick with what works, you know. Um, uh, <clears throat> like um, I made this mix of uh, oldies. Uh huh. And just like whatever oldies that I could that I could possibly Link 182, remember. you know, some 41, <laughs> that kind of stuff or what? Oh yeah, yeah. So, something like that. <laughs> I would have said like, let's say, have you heard of Nirvana? <laughs> Nirvana? Have you heard of Nirvana? <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Nirvana. <clears throat> I would say Kurt Cobain, but the Kurt's with the C and the Cobain's with the K. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I never thought about it. Kurt like Nobrain. <laughs> 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 but what were you saying? You made all this? Uh, no, um, like I just made a mix of like just uh, all these oldies that I used to listen to yeah. from like way back when, when Kareth One Hundred and One used to actually play Ooh. oldies. Yeah. It used to be like the best. Kareth is now KOS. That's what yeah. it is. <laughs> oh, is that what? I, I, is that what really I set one of, I, set, I set up one of my one of those rules. Like I think in, in high school, uh-huh. I, was just like, I won't listen to anybody unless you're fucking unless they're dead or retired. <laughs> I don't want to listen to you if you're actually actively, that sounds if, like you're, you. if you're actively trying to make money off of this shit. I don't want to hear it no more. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like, let you. Me, like if you OD'd, yeah, let me listen to your shit. <laughs> what if you OD'd but you survived? No, you the dead. Yeah, you have thing, to be right? dead. You yeah, you dead. gotta be dead. Yeah. So, you can't it? be trying to make money anymore. You can't like. You, Cause but don't dead people still try? Well, they don't try to the make families money. Are, just, yeah, it's exactly. the families yeah. that try to make money. Yeah. You have no ambition for it. And whatever, fuck it. I'll give their family money. It's not them doing this. Thank <laughs> 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 you. Well, you were making a point. Well, you cut them off. Oh, you? my bad, my bad. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, recycle, you know. We no, no, no. You're mixing. I'm kidding. You're mixing. You're mixing. You're mixing. You're mixing. No, no, no. I was just messing around. No, I was just... I made that mix of just like oldies. And, uh, like, I would go through it, you know, just, like, on my way to work or something, like, every now and then, be like, oh, I, f- I could go for some, like, Beatles or whatever else I have on there. And it's like, man, like, it takes me back, you know. It, it doesn't lose the quality that it had when I was a kid. Huh. You know? Well, okay, yeah. Like, I mean, okay, it's a lot different, you know, like, listening to it as an adult. but As a musician. That's a difference. Oh, but that's just music in general. Yeah. No, but I'm... Because it's different for you're every... talking about the two different times he's listened to it. Because you can listen to original time. Because well, for me, it's the same. I know we're for you listen to something like it's like watching movies. Like oh, I remember liking that movie as a kid. Okay, yeah, and I watched yeah, it as a kid. Right. But if I were to be a filmmaker or have a, an experience filmmaker, and I would watch that movie again, I'd have a completely different experience now. Right. So for us, we can never look at we can never hear a song that we heard as a kid and hear it now, and it'd be the same as just like oh, and we have a a completely different appreciation for it because we have yeah, there's musicians. lots of factors. Yeah. To it, you know, so it's a, it, it's even more so, I think, you know, and it's another level of appreciation, I'd like to say. You know? No, no, yeah, you're right, you're right, yeah. yeah, I get that. Or depreciation, really, too, because I like, man, I for like me, this. depreciation, yeah, I was, I like this as a kid, this is simple shit, like, why would I, you know, like, not, not, not so much that of like, of realizing that what you liked wasn't what it was, that's what it is, but too. no, but no, but for me personally, <laughs> it, for me personally, it's that first, listen, that first yeah. experience, yeah, with, with, the, with the subject or topic or anything that I long for. Is that first fucking listen? That first 
moment that you watched. Yeah. That's the one I always long for. Because, I don't know. You know say the you first get... time I listen to the Beatles, it's uh, it's a feeling I can't describe. You can't. Yeah, you know, you know you can get those feelings again by listening Damn. to people who aren't dead anymore, by the way. <laughs> I'm just not, because it's not as good. I, are you sure? Nah. Adele's pretty good. Did you new. just say you don't listen to any new music to it? Lady Gaga's anymore? pretty good, and she's new. I'll say that. You don't think so? No, actually, no. Uh, she's one of the ones that yeah, I listen like to her. because she died. Yeah, she's one of the ones I listen to because uh, she died. Amy Winehouse. I mean, no, she's dead. Never mind. That's to your point. Never mind. <laughs> oh wait, Lady Gaga isn't dead. My bad. Yeah, Apologies, no, too Lady late, Gaga. too late, too late. Too late. Apologies, Lady Gaga. I thought you were dead. This is fine. <laughs> Not, out of new people, I do like Lady Gaga. I do like Adele. I do like Katy Perry. You know, she's poppy as shit, and I like Katy Perry. You know, I I, I don't like uh, Lana Del Rey though. Go fuck herself. <laughs> Oh, that's a... What's that? <laughs> that you sent me? What what did I said? Oh, the the, the, the inter- was it the interview? It was the interview. Yeah, but like shit she's really said for real though. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That kind of brings me up to um god damn it. Uh this chick that we were promoting last week. I actually have her I found her song on SoundCloud. I wanted to play it, see what you guys think, but cuz she had a lingerie f- f- feel. Is she dead? No, she's just like fucking. I'm gonna take a piss. Like, <laughs> Slam a bitch. Turn to watch over here. Uh, but her name is Laura Zamar. Check her out on SoundCloud. I'll, their name is spelled E L O R A Z A M A R. And I'll play the music while you go take a piss. Well, I'll take a piss. We'll take a break. But enjoy the music. I really like her feel. I really like the I'm music. Kidding, no. hey, it was she has really a cool a vibe to this song. <laughs> like you can't of a bitch. Uh, but check it out, man. Hope you guys enjoy. And we'll be back in like three minutes.
That's and that was uh, Elora. <clears throat> excuse me, sorry about that. That was Elora Zamar. Well, it's fucking freezing. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> you want to run the heater? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't care if there's yeah. a background noise or whatever. Nah, I think we'll be alright. Yeah, but she's from Colorado. She's awesome. Um, just check check out her music on SoundCloud. Uh, I spelled the name out for you guys. She uh, should do the national anthem at a Avs game. What? <laughs> like the like the chick that does the Kings games. What's her name? Oh. uh... Pia Toscano. Pia Toscano, yeah. Yeah, like she should do Avs games, right? Oh, yeah, Avalanche. Yeah, she sings just as well as... I've never heard a Pia Toscano song. Aside from the National Anthem. I think she was like on American Idol or something like that. She was a contender or whatever. I think you're more talented than Pia Toscano. Go sing at an Avs game, There you go. That's my reigning endorsement. With that, we're going to get into our fan questions. We got a lot and some are inappropriate. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we're all about that stuff. But we'll get into it right now. So what do you guys want to do, uh, Facebook or Instagram? Please say Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> we don't have I think this is my first fan question section, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So, Sandra, Sandrati, Sandra says, it's not a question. Damn it. She says, um, <laughs> um, I was never invited back. <laughs> that's, just, that's, that's not necessarily true, Sandra. Uh, Saturday actually works on Friday, so we tried to do a Tuesday Tuesday show, and it just didn't oh, end up hey. falling through. But we do got no, drinking, we'll drinking on the Tuesday to work. Yeah, Two thousand sixteen goals. Yeah, we'll we'll work something out, and we'll get you on here, Sandra. Sandra Andrade, she's a cool friend of ours. We've known her for a long time, and uh, she's fun. She's definitely a fun girl. Oh, Friday Night Fandom. Our friends at Friday Night Fandom. If you're into anything comic book related, they're they're fucking awesome, like a possum. Check them out on iTunes. Uh, they ask, have you seen hashtag Making a Murder? If so, what do you think? All right, cool. So this was kind of like back to uh, the making a murder thing. So what questions you, you had some questions earlier, Loaf, uh, uh, um, about making a murder, and I you know want to say for um, I haven't seen it yet, but you've you heard know. of it. I've heard of it. You know, it's uh, you know everybody's kind of buzzing about it. You know, mm-hmm. as of late, so at work or uh, yeah, at work. Uh, they've all seen it too, or no? Uh, just the one. Couple of people that were talking about it, you know. What what were you were asking me some stuff about it? Uh, can you elaborate on it? Oh uh, shit! Uh, what did I say? Um, I I just heard about it. How uh, you know there was a guy that was wrong, wrongfully convicted, and uh, they, I guess it's filmed over like a period of ten years or something. Ooh, like thirty years. Yeah. I got um, a random ass question. Yeah. Like, does that money make it? Would it make it worth it? What do you mean? All right, he was getting. Well, you said two. Million? You said two million a year, right? Shit, man. Eighteen. Would you would, like? What, what, in your head, at the end of that, are you, are you okay with that money? You're talking to me personally. Yeah, personally. No. Either one. No, you're you're pissed. Well, for me, okay. Because well, I'm curious as to how he feels about it. Well, there's a lottery going on right now, right? Oh yeah. Eight hundred. Eight hundred million. Eight hundred million right now. To me, eight hundred million, uh, is might as well be eighty million. Yeah. 
80 million might as well be 8 million to me because it makes no difference. We get underneath 8 million, it makes a difference. But, like, to, as long as I can pay my. To be honest with you, 800,000 really isn't that big. To me. Uh, $800 ain't nothing. Once I get I'll my, take 8 right now. I'll get some Jumbo Jacks. I'll suck a dick for 8 cents. Once you get back. To, once you get past the point where you can pay off all your bills and you own. you own, Like, if you have a new house and you have uh, two new cars and your bills are paid. That's not eight hundred thousand. That's like like five six hundred thousand. Yeah, but let's say once you get past that point, all, there's a, a certain level of happiness you reach where that difference between those eight hundred thousand and eight million and eighty million and eight hundred million is very very small. It's it's mm. it's amounts of weed or alcohol that can fill those ga- mm. gaps and voids and happiness. You know? So he doesn't have enough time. Pretty you're much what you're saying. I mean, enjoy that I money. Be, <laughs> I would be way more pissed at missing eighteen years of my life in incarceration. For thirty six million, then it would be if I had eighteen million for three point six million dollars. Eighteen months for three point six million dollars. You know what I'm saying? There's a I, some of it's worth the squeeze. That's not worth the squeeze to me. <clears throat> Is the juice worth the squeeze? Exactly. That kind of thing? Yeah. To answer your question. Uh, okay. Poor guy. So that yeah, <laughs> Steve Avery. Fuck. So that's uh, the answer to that far. Thirty two million dollars and everybody's still yeah. like fuck. <laughs> he didn't get it by the way. He didn't get thirty. He's not gonna million. get it. No, he didn't get it. He said he he's asking to, for it. He had to settle for four hundred and fifty thousand dollars as a settlement. Shit, that's what ended up happening. And he down. only settled for that because he needed money to pay the lawyers for the murder he was charged with, which was a second. Damn, yeah. America, fuck that fool. Oh. You gotta watch that documentary. It's a great, great documentary. Thank you very much for finding that fan for bringing that up. Yaska, we brought him up earlier. You were watching this with uh, you. You were with Nick and uh, Yaska earlier, right? Watching. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. When I mentioned, like, just think Rocky during the the Lawler fight. Yeah, uh, Yaska says, uh, "I heard the the I heard the one you posted on the twenty eighth while I was on lunch. Pretty funny. Nice listening to a podcast other than Smodcast. That wasn't a question, but that I was appreciate a question. <laughs> I appreciate that. Like, that's a great compliment. I appreciate that. I hope hmm. you keep on listening, Yaska. Yeah, we'll give you more shout outs, buddy. Uh, no worries. Okay, let's switch over to." Um, Let's switch over to Facebook and see what questions we have there. Hmm. Nope. You haven't been hmm, banned nope. recently. <laughs> I have not been banned. <laughs> that was oh. the last time. I, that was the last time I, I was on. It, it was happens, like, man. You made you. What you made People fun of that lady? Of that truth. lady that got shot. That news lady that got yeah. shot. <laughs> <laughs> see, it is still funny now. <laughs> We're fucking dicks. Okay. Uh, our first one comes from Maria Mata Perez. Uh, this is Mono Zero. Is it a question? This is a question. Oh. Uh, um, if you had to, t- if you had to get the hell out of Dodge, what would you be your weapon of choice? And your three survival items: example, water, flirtation, ex- etc. You would take three three apocalypse scenarios: zombie, collapse of society, natural disaster like El Nino or on steroids. I am El Nino. Both of those are a collapse of society, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, what would it be? Which what what three weapons would you take with you, and what which apocalypse would you choose, or vice versa? However, oh, or you want to answer those. What three things to what apocalypse? Fuck. Uh, yeah. The zombie was one. Actually, I'm sorry. You get one weapon of choice and three survival items, but you got to pick your apocalypse. So, which is your apocalypse? So it's a uh, zombie. Between zombie, collapse of society, like a Mad Max type shit, yeah, 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 or yeah. natural disaster, like um, or uh, the end of the world, the day after tomorrow. Shit. Well, the day after tomorrow wasn't that accurate. We have to pick one. See, that's the thing. I want to do all three of them. <laughs> no, no, no. Your pick. Th- you you give me your weapon of choice. 
Oh, you want to pick all yeah, three? Yeah, I want to pick all three scenarios okay, so, and like, go so one have, by one. <laughs> you have a natural disaster, like a flood of Noah slash, Sorry, slash Day of Tomorrow. Then I want a raincoat. Mix, no, no, no. Mix, <laughs> I want to look like Patty's a bear. That leads to the... <laughs> Berenstein, Berenstein. <laughs> mixed with the class society, mixed with the zombie. So you have all three of them for you? Wait, see, simultaneously? My, see, my three would be zombie or slash robot AI. Slash aliens coming to take over. All three of those would be having the exact same. Fuck! Time. What weapon do you choose for that shit? Because I was gonna say I was gonna say a spear if you're zombies. A spear sounds like a good idea with zombies. You mm. keep them at the distance. You can be fast. Yeah. You can fucking pop kneecaps and drop them all around you. I want to say brass off. knuckles for me, but I would probably go. You keep with them too close though. Uh, they're gonna come close. Because uh, look, you gotta look. You gotta pick something that doesn't run out of ammo as far as weapons go. Yeah, it's gonna go. be a machete for me or a sword, oh, some yeah. kind of thing. The katana thing, or, or even a bat. Even, even a bat. Right? I mean, I'd love the bat. Bat the bat the shit. You know, a little aluminum bat. Yeah, yeah. You got staff. So that you don't tie yourself out with the wood. Probably machete. I'm going with machete because it's most convenient and I can use it for other things. And Danny Trejo, like, I mean, hey, he's the best. Danny Trejo's the best. Man. <laughs> but what would you go with? You said. See, I said a spear because you'd be able to keep him at distance. Yeah, but what if, if there's more than one and your spear is stuck in somebody else? You start fucking doing pirouettes and shit. Really? <laughs> hey, go out with style, Yeah, man. you know. Uh, okay, spear for you. What about you, Luffy? Shit. Rubbing the choice. That's a good one, a uh, machete or a sword. Something, uh, it's... Uh, Realistically, a katana, though, is really good. Like, what's her face, right? Yeah. On The Walking Dead? Yeah. I mean, or that's basically a sword, but yeah. Katana is Japanese for sword, so... Shit, um... Lightsaber? <laughs> I might as well pick Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. pretty much. We're going so, over there. Uh, Let me put myself yeah. in a big green marble and just roll around the world. <laughs> BB-8 style? Yeah. Like the machete's a good idea. That would be a good idea because it's, it's still pretty close combat, See, but, but it's not like... It's not where, it's not like you have a knife and you have to like literally like be, you know, like, you know, just, a, just that close proximity, you know? Yeah. Like if you did have a machete or a sword... Like, you'd have to just get close enough. You know what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, where it, it wouldn't have to be, you know, like at a, you know, very, um... You don't want to go for the... You don't want a gruesome kill, is what you're saying? No, you it's wanna, not about... You don't want to plunge your thumbs into eyeballs. No, it's not about that. It, it's not about that. It's uh, just like uh, keeping yourself, like, safe enough at a safe enough distance where you can still, you know, inflict the maximum amount of uh, See, I, you know what? Now that you're saying I might pick axe or a hatchet for that same reason and just because it's kind of like a mix of a blunt trauma... Mixed with the because if, if I have a katana and I'm able to slash him, but I'm not hitting the brain or anything no, no, like, like you know? I mean, like specifically just to take the head off. Yeah, but I mean, if you get it, you know, as hard as willing, I, I think it might be easier to just bash somebody's head in with an axe as opposed to a bat. You know, it's kind of like gotcha. why I would pick bat better, but it's an axe with a sharp edge. I think I might go with axe, a double, a double sharp, a double headed axe. And zombies, what about a nice pick? That's the closest combat with the spear. Because no, because the oh, thing is with the ice pick, it's quick. You're not fucking sitting there like bashing, cause that's that's the problem with bashing. Oh, you mean like you're sitting there, you're taking forever bashing in one fucking head, right? While you're bashing that one fucking for the head, spear? they're coming around. For the spe- no, the no, spe- no, 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 no. I'm I'm thinking like you said, a blunt object to bash. That's why I changed mine to an axe. Yeah. And I'm thinking a pickaxe, cause a pickaxe you really quickly go to the eyeball, knock the fucking brain out. No, you gotta be very, but that's precise. What's required of that is precise. That's what Conor McGregor said. Right? Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> timing, precision, timing. No, uh, but or uh, timing beats speed. Yeah, that's what he said. No, but you got to be per- like, oh, what, what if he's moving around or he's after you and you're panicking? Yeah. At, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's it's just pros and cons. But I, I think I'm gonna go with a- double sided double sided axe. Hmm. You're staying with katana or a sword? Oh, or a sword. 
and you're sticking with uh, ice pick. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I, think, I think I'm gonna go balls out. I'm gonna go balls to the wall with the okay, ice Bruce pick. Campbell. With a, with a fucking ice ah, pick. fuck it, man. That's you, man. With a fucking ice pick. Just go around like. Uh, that's a great question. That's a great <laughs> question. Oh, what was your three like uh, survival items? Uh, the raincoat because I don't look like Penance and Bear. Oh my god. You gotta. Like, so you're like, just doing it for that, style. Have you seen that movie though? Style. Have you seen the movie Paddington? Nah, I didn't remember watching the cartoons. It's it's a, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a good movie by the way. Check it out. I actually you just asked me about it. Yeah, the English, yeah, 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 dude. The English, dude. They know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Oh, Wallace and Gromit? Wow, oh, cracking teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Is that it? You guys are good? Uh, we were... What was what was the second part? Oh, just what survival What survival I'm just asking my raincoat. Coat. Yeah, because... All right, in zombies, say say you're with, with zombies. Yeah, you want to protect yourself from all their guts and blood, right? Because mm-hmm. that shit... Yeah, use true. condoms. So... That's the best kind of protection. <laughs> condoms. All right, a raincoat... How long do those water, like, purifier, like, water bottle things work? They only la- they don't last long, do they? The water purifier? Like, yeah, the, the little like water bottles that, that purify water yeah, for a, a year, year or two? two? Yeah. All right, one of those would probably be good. Okay. <laughs> and then, I don't know, so something rain to start fire? Something to start fire, okay. Yeah, something to start fire. How about you? Mm. The basics, then? So the water, basics yeah. survival? Okay. Water purifier, um, let's see, like, iodine pills? Yeah, those are good for water purification. For by the way. water purification, yeah. um, and they uh, take. Have you have you t- have you tasted water with them though? Uh, uh, it no, tastes shitty as shit. By the way, I'm just with wa- water with it. Yes, it sucks. It sucks. You have to mix it with. You literally have to have like the Kool Aid pouches to mix it with, or a lemonade pouch. So you can make the Pruno. But you can't drink. I mean, you could, but it sucks drinking it straight up. Just so you know. See. um... And this is uh, in which... Um, Whatever you want. Yeah. Fine. Because I'm thinking a natural disaster... Yeah, like next it, time it the question needs to be way more, like, strict. Because I mean, <laughs> it's pretty broad, you know? Like, okay, like, say, yeah. you know, natural disaster, like, which natural disaster? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be just, like, you know, one natural disaster after another? Like, you know, the, the ten plagues of Egypt, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, you know, like, you know, there, there's a lot of uh, open space. I guess it just depends, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, say if it was a flood, like, okay, like, in that case, like, oh, I'll take my boat, I'll take, a, I don't know, MREs or something, I don't know. Yeah, okay, that's a good answer. You know, shit like that. If um, it's a flood, a, a fishing line. <laughs> yeah, that's true, It's a too. flood, a fishing line. A fishing line and a boat, right? It's like, oh, I got another corpse. So. <laughs> uh, it's too young, throw it back. You I know. would for sure take uh, my Wii, you know, it's like watch Netflix. Mm. I would for no. Should have kept going with it, man. Uh, yeah, I guess. I was gonna, yeah. I, I was, I was feeling the video games. I'll, I'll take, a, I'll take a guitar, acoustic guitar, for entertainment uh, purposes. Uh huh. Absolutely. I'll take a guitar for sure. I'll take a flashlight. One hundred percent. I would take a flashlight. And I'll take a selfie. You know, just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'll take a big poncho. And that oh. would be me. I think I could survive off that with my katana. Yeah, I think I'll be straight. All right, uh, now let's get into it. Gabriel Perez says, uh, why is Vladis always on that bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> also, I've heard his clan sucks. Is this true? <laughs> Sorry, it is very true. I got to say, his clan sucks, man. Uh, Armando Perez. Okay, Vladimir uh, posted underneath... Her, her question, Blase, whatever, Armando That's Perez, so uh, who is better known as Negro, put an put, uh, put, uh, emoji of a finger going up, put weak. <laughs> <laughs> weak. 
<laughs> Gabriel Perez responded to that going, I don't know what that means, so I'll take it as a compliment. Prepare to get roasted by these. I still love you, though. And then by these plus, haha, words don't hurt me. Then I reposted to, like, but cancer does. And then, that's, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I didn't post that. Okay. Uh, Melcher Gamma. Oh, my God. He has. Uh, oh, Melcher Gamma. Melcher threw a question. <laughs> he has, like, eight questions. And it's fucking ridiculous. Here we go. Well, go, uh, go. Number one, what do you think of Drake's Plus Futures garbage new song, Jump Man? Let's uh, play it. <laughs> I've never heard it. Have you heard it? Let's I have play heard it. it. Let's play and it. And I refuse to answer because I'm not playing that bullshit. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Maybe we'll play it. Leo Martinez asks, why don't Mexican parents circumcise their kids? Um, I'm circumcised, so I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Are you just for the rest? You're not. I know you're not, right? No. You are? No. You're not either? No. Oh, maybe. I was I was like, what? what? I guess he's. Yeah, it was question. funny. I was re- I, actually, not too long ago, I was reading a thread about that, and it was, it was just an interesting discussion. It's just both sides. Like, you obviously see, you know, and see the ones that are. Uncircumcised arguing with the ones that are circumcised, and it's just a, aside it's a pissing, a, it just turned into a pissing match. Aside from like, aesthetics, ah. what's the benefit of getting a circumcised pissing match? That's funny, get it? Aside from aesthetics, what's the benefit of getting circumcised? Well, I wouldn't know. I'm not circumcised. Um, it makes it look bigger, I think, is what I heard in, in South Park. Really? That's what they said in South Park. Hey, if it's on TV, it's got to be true. <laughs> it's got to be true. Well, I've heard, like, I'm, I'm obviously I'm circumcised, I have the uh, German helmet. But I've heard that you you uh, you lose feeling of sensation or pleasure if, if, if you once you get cut like it, you it feels yeah there's nerve endings in the in, in the foreskin yeah that's what I heard it feels better for you if you're not circumcised or whatever it feels amazing yeah I mean it feels amazing for me too so I don't know so don't know. Yeah, there's no but way right, to fine, think it, about like, it like that it would feel amazing er. I, I get. It'd be like I, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah times like, three. It'd be like times three. I don't know. I don't know. That'd be like times ten. Uh, uh, There's no way to like you know gauge that. You Am know, I weed? Because that smells awesome on PCP and weed. Dude, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Dude, to me, that was news. Is it a Mexican thing not to circumcise your kids or what? Uh, um, it's the probably that, like a cultural. It's definitely a cultural thing, right? Yeah, but I never heard that before. Like I thought all Mexicans did it or whatever. I don't mean I, it wasn't a this or that. Anyway. Well, because the doctor said I wasn't Jewish enough. <laughs> One of the good arguments is like that. I that I that I was reading um, was, dude said it's plain and simple mutilation, and thinking about it, yeah, the African oh. thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thinking oh, about uh, it, yeah, female you can. circumcision. That shit is horrible. I saw the same. That, that, that's uh, horrible. But yeah, like it's fucking horrible, an infant, you're, you're you're okay. You're you're cutting an infant. Okay, look at this. Uh, this is how I'm gonna say it. How do I don't know. For what um, reason? Well, I got Tommy circumcised, right? Mm-hmm. I would, if I had another boy, I would not get him circumcised. Why? What? What was? What? What did you see with Tommy that made you change your mind? Well, number one, like I I went in. Uh, and why did you circumcise Tommy then? Uh, just because it was like, oh, it's, it's you had cleansiness type thing. No, no, it was just like, oh, you're supposed to do it. It's, it's better for the baby. It's it's a cleansiness type issue, and like, oh, okay, you know, it was, that always confused. It was me a naive thing. Well. It, to be honest, it was a naive thing on my point too, on my part too. And I was like, oh, I think you're supposed to do this anyways, and it's a medical thing, you know, whatever. And the procedure's not that big, and like, um, you're you're. The, it's optional if the parents wants to be in the room with them, and like Jack is like, no, I can't do that. I can't have my boy going. To like, oh, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let him go through it by himself. Keep in mind, Tommy's only like three, three, four months at the time, and uh, and I want to be there because this is the first infant I'm there for. You know, I wasn't here. For, Gwen was already like almost a year and a half when I came back, so I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna be here for it. 
so I go in the room and like, hey, I'm circumcised. So I'm gonna do this with him. You know, fuck. If he can, he's going. He's the actual guy going through it. The least I can do is hold his fucking hand, right? And he does a thing where the, the his hand holds my whole finger. You know? Oh. And he's doing this procedure, and I'm almost like half. He he's like in the doctor's into it, and I'm also like, please stop this right now. It was fucking torture, emotional torture for me, because Tommy's crying till he has no more breath left, and he's uh mutilation like that kind of yeah it is that's what it was that's what I, I saw it was and it was it was so weird and the, and the doctor he's like uh, I want to say not South African from Cameroon I think it was from, mm-hmm. it, it was it was a, it's an African country though and uh, but he's going like very very like oh yeah he's very um, the way he's done it like this is probably his thousand fucking circumstances yeah, I'm like, nonchalant he's just nonchalant about it and I'm like oh, how can you not and I'm going to just breaking my heart and I was like thinking about it, like man, I could if I had another boy, I would not get him circumcised. No, there's no way I would put my baby through that. I don't understand the pros to it. There's some pros, just like a whole like the whole medical. The cleanliness thing doesn't make any goddamn sense because unless you're a goddamn lazy fucking son of a bitch, That's yeah, true. which most babies are. Which no, they're are. not. Oh yeah, babies are t- lazy. You don't know babies. All right, fine, babies are, but all right. Yeah. Oh, that won this <laughs> argument. All right, next question. <laughs> <laughs> Well, nobody puts it's, a par- it's the parents that don't want to do it, right? It's the parents that don't want to clean it. They don't want to fucking do uh, yeah. that shit. Sometimes, yeah. So it's, yeah. it's uncomfortable for them, so because of that. It, you it's, can't it's, touch it for like the first three weeks. That's it has to heal. Told you, it, you know, I, don't see so the, I don't see the pros. I, I don't understand the pros to it. Yeah, I mean, I, I have the scar, and I always thought just how that's how it was. <laughs> it looks weird, like an old man's skin. the Right beneath the mushroom tip, <laughs> the circumcision looks... That little scar looks weird, but it, you know, like I said, you know, I mean, it looks nice. I don't, I, I don't even understand why the Jews do it though. Like, what, what, what is Oh, it has to do with mo- it has to do. It's um, all from the Torah. Correct, Torah? Which, which is the Old Testament. It has to do with um, it has to do with cleansiness because more people were getting sick. Most of the that expression cleansiness as a godliness comes from that, and uh, it, it's really really weird. That doesn't apply nowadays no. because we're it's modern society because we have cleaning tools. They we have ha- running water. Well, exactly, <laughs> exactly what it is. We have running water, which they didn't have access to back then. It, it, so it's very, very, um, like, it's the same reason why you're not allowed to eat pork because you're Jewish or Islam. Even is the, the, the so Quran, religion again is a fault. Yeah. The Quran comes from the Torah as well. Christianity and the Quran both come from the Torah, which is the Old Testament, which is the Jewish religion. But like the same reason we can't eat pork is because cleanses, that's the godliness. They didn't know how to cook it back then. Yeah. So you would get sick. And the, and if you got sick back then with no, you know, antibiotics or any medicine or whatever, you'd fucking, that's why people were living. So, you know, it's unfair. Let me bring that up because I don't want to skew that view because people think like, oh, the average age back then was 40 or 50 or 60. Not necessarily oh, true. Oh, well, younger, no? No, Medusa no. will live to be like how many hundreds of thousands? Years? But uh, 900 and something. Adam himself lived to be like 800 something. No, no, but that's after, before the flood because then something broke and. The sun aged us. Oh, the hymen, the hymen bro. Some, yeah, that, there's there's an Earth version of that that they call it. But no, 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 no. That has to do with like, um, you know, okay, no, fuck the Bible. The science says shit like, oh, the average age was like forty or thirty or whatever. That's not true. They're averaging a statistic. It's because so many infants died, died. didn't make it. So it skewed the average. Exactly. So when you have like people. Uh, so many people being born, and then like like you have a litter. Like, it's like puppies. You have a litter of ten, and three of them making out of it. That include that's part of the the mm-hmm. average statistic, which skews the whole thing. So no, people didn't live till they were thirty or forty. People live regular lives, sixty, seventy years old. But you know that was a that, that was a question, right? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I guess. Something about circumcision. <laughs> yeah, like, who asked that? <laughs> I don't know. Leo Martinez, where the fuck you are? <laughs> well, I'm curious as to why he was curious about that. <laughs> I'm curious what makes you so curious. <laughs> Hashtag Django and Charlie. Uh, Melcher Gamma asks, do you think Trump raped his daughter when she got younger? When she was younger? He, do- sure. he does very frequently mention how attractive his daughter is, right? Yes, he does. And she is attractive, but that's It's not something that a creepy. father should say. No, fuck no. Your, your dad, should, as a dad, you're not sure. I'm not going to be telling my daughter, like, oh, yeah, she's super sexy. Like, no. Put this on. You'll look better. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, your boobs look better here. Like, what the fuck? No. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I don't know if he raped his daughter. That's what, that's, want, that's, that's, that's what America wants. I don't really president. like Trump at all, but I don't think he raped his daughter. That's what America wants as president, though. <laughs> What's that, man? Oh, the bottom. Oh, okay. Friday Night Phantom asked another question on the uh, Snooze and Booze site. We just got done recording. Laugh out loud. Brian was not a fan of your question. <laughs> okay. So, the question I had to ask Friday Night Fandom was, if you've listened to their episode... Uh, Brian, who's one of the one of the co-hosts along with John and uh, Savannah, like asked like he keeps re- he uh, keep in mind Green Lantern Corps, right? How would you pronounce that? Green Lantern Corps, right? He keeps fucking pro- yes, <laughs> over and over, and I have to hear episode because he's a big Green Lantern dude. So the English to, language is fucking stupid. <laughs> I have to hear, but I have to hear episode after episode. Keep in mind, I'm in the Marine Corps, so it bugs me in a specific way. Episode after episode of like, does it bug you to the core? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, it does. Like, oh to yeah, okay. So John Story's in the in the Green Lantern Corps, right? Like, <laughs> stop saying so, that. <laughs> and, and, but what bugs me more is that nobody's correcting him. Everybody keeps they're all just like giggling. <laughs> as no, no, no one's even giggling. Like everybody's like, yeah, that's how you say it. Like what? No, and I was like, no, nobody's saying anything to him. And like, no, I, it's just it bugs the shit out of me when people like. Uh, and then he even like I remember in, uh, with uh, Brian I was it was a different page and he's like yeah I say Home Depot instead of Home Depot <laughs> <laughs> something like that it was funny but I was like please somebody correct him on how to say core not corpse you know like uh, <laughs> there's the, no se <laughs> the, and, and what's crazy is like if Depot was a different word then it, it would bug me but the fact that corpse, I that word. corpse is a different word than right, core right. So it's like, no, there's no Green Lantern Corpse. <laughs> it's just fucking said to me. So there you go, Brian and They're John. black hands is what they are. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's, an, that's an inside comic joke for everybody, the black hand. All right, so that's there for Friday Night Fandom. Sorry about that, man. I didn't mean to bug your question, Brian. But uh, it is what it is, homie. You got you to gotta learn the English language, buddy. All right, uh, Melcher asks... <laughs> <laughs> I gotta love Milton. Why? Why do women wear flats and those nasty gladiator sandals? <laughs> and then he puts a picture <laughs> of these stupid Hercules-looking stupid bitches. <laughs> it's just missing the wing. <laughs> and then I told him like, tag your girl Veronica in this bullshit because Veronica, Veronica Melendres <laughs> has these fucking sandals that look like she's in fucking Xena the Warrior Princess TV show. It's oh. I hate. It's a fashion thing though, right? Girls like these, I guess. Uh, I guess, man. Uh, uh, no comments girl would <laughs> it allows for I'm, sand to go into the foot or the clit one of the two. <laughs> those right. sandals are interesting last question from Robert Martinez why does Melcher have always have awesome oh, the best questions <laughs> <laughs> oh Robert you need to have Melcher on is what that means dude we've been we were trying but he's like oh I gotta check my schedule or some shit like that. <laughs> 
What did he come up with last time we wanted it? We had we wanted to have him on as our first gay guest, and you're like, oh, you know, you know, let's get into it. And then what do you say? Like, oh, I have to check my schedule. I think I'm free in December. Keep in mind, this is like October when we have some. And our, you know, we do sometimes that happens for us. Like, oh, I have somebody booked already, but it's no no more than a week or two advance. This guy's telling us in October, like, oh, I have something free. How many podcasts are you doing, motherfucker? Like, get the fuck out of here. I know your life. You have lame ass life. Don't get, don't give me that bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. That was our fat questions. Thank you very much to everybody who asked a question. Hope you guys got a good shout out or whatever. I don't know. What do you think about those questions, Elliot? A couple of them weren't questions. <laughs> yeah, that, okay. that's what I that's what I came out with that. But I mean, as long I as it, it leaves you with something, you know, uh, just a different perspective. Yeah, you know, people are listening. There ain't nothing wrong with that. That's good. That's always good. It, it's almost just like their way to kind of chime in. You know, it's like they're here, but they're not. But what an age we live in. <laughs> We gotta have like a uh, Skype channel or something. We gotta do like a like some kind of like live feed. Yeah, I mean, you guys, do you guys know people around the country that you guys would, wouldn't mind or would want on the show? Oh yeah, absolutely. Have friends scattered around the country. I'm sure yeah. Steve does, right? Uh, Friday Night Phantom. The where where are they from? Uh, they're in Texas. See, wait, what? Who, who is this group that you guys did the video with? Oh, uh, that's um, um, spin that back. That's uh, I got I gotta look them up. Yeah, they do, like, uh, film reviews and stuff like that. And, um, like, yeah, we did the episode with them last Sunday, and, like, two weeks before that, they came and they did the Snoops and Booze over here. We did, like, our top five, uh, I think, what was it, like, uh, horror movies, action movies, uh, we had, we had, we had a pretty decent little run. Of what? Uh, when, uh, spin, spin That Back were on the show. Uh-huh. Like, all the top fives that we had, like, we, we... We had, um, like, I don't know how many different categories we had that we ate. Oh, man. I think it was, like, six. And then we, we left out foreign. We left out we left out a bunch of, like, I wanted to get to, but we just were cut for time. But I, were we really going to do a foreign category? Cause yeah. Because I just did, like, to whatever, like, you uh, told me about. Yeah, I, I, I think I had on the list, like, uh, best foreign films, best, like, independent films. I don't think we got to those. Uh, there, uh, I wanted to do a, a best Kurt Russell, <laughs> like just yeah, that, that sounds been cool. awesome. Or best Nicolas Cage. I did want to do that one, but I didn't, we just didn't have time. Best Nick Cage uh, films, you know. Uh, you know, you know it. Um, and then best wor- Oh, the one I I wanted to do was best worst movies, best good bad movies. You know, what I'm best talking about? good bad. Meaning like, movies so are bad, so bad they're good. good. Yeah. yeah, we should do that right now. What do you guys? How, how we're well? What I wanted to ask is like, how is it that? You guys are getting all these collaborations, and like, how are you guys branching out, and what other collaborations do you guys see yourselves doing? Oh, uh, what uh, McDonald's yeah. commercials? Um, just sure. kind of the way that herpes works. Like somebody gets it, somebody else gets it. Just pass it along. I wish Everybody's... we had their numbers. I wish we had their numbers. Uh, not yet, but figure something uh, out. You know, like going on other people's podcasts or vice versa, having people come on our podcast. On the whole network of it. We were talking about, like, with our friends at Friday Night Fandom, you know, have, coming on. Or yeah, because you just mentioned they're from Texas, right? Well, correct, yeah. And it, and it's crazy to me, like, shit like that. Uh, even the, the guy, my our friends at Epic Comic Cast, they live up north, up north, Cali, and I travel up there a lot, you know, so. And not to necessarily have them on the podcast or whatever, but just to, to hang out, man, do some stuff like that. It, it, you know. The podcasting I, community. I can't, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it is, you know, the internet, but the podcasting community specifically. You guys are, are, you know, we're a community that does something. Like, you're a part of it, whether you know or not. Like, you you know, you're a guest on the show. And 
uh, you know, especially with someone like you who was into the whole talk radio before anybody our age was into it, type mm-hmm. of thing. Someone like me who was into like director's commentary before anybody gave a fuck about what special features were, you know? Yeah. We're, we're, we appreciate conversations. You know, Lil's one of the first ones that got me into, like, movies who were more dialogue-oriented. And it's just people that appreciate conversations, and you want to hear other people have interesting ideas on stuff, as opposed to, like, oh, well, let me hear the new popular song on, you know, and that's what you're filling your head with on a playlist of whether whether it's Spotify or whether it's uh, Pandora or whatever, whatever bullshit it is. You'd rather hear an interesting conversation about a certain subject or whatever. Than some than some poppy ass bullshit, you know, hmm. and it, and that's how you want to kill your day, or that's how you want to spend your time, and and so you're already in a certain club when you are because yep. if you're a podcaster, that means you listen to podcasts, and that means you're already in a, uh, a different kind of uh, feel from everybody else. You know, you're listening to things differently. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly what it is. So you know, and if you're podcasting or on a podcast or a guest on a podcast, you're you're in a whole other club. You're in a whole other like. Inside, inside joke type thing, you know, and, yeah. I, and I, you know, and it, it's cool. It, I, you know, I find it's a good it, way to put it. Yeah, you, you can whether we're at a successful level or not. Technically, Mark Maron and Joe Rogan are our colleagues. Technically, you know what I mean. Huh. Whether you know whether you want to, you know, like I say, we're not mm-hmm. at their level. They're 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 the higher branch management, but the alumni. And we're the we're the entry level. But we're, I wouldn't we're, even we're say that, that they're all that great. <laughs> you wouldn't. I would. <laughs> But we're technically colleagues, and it's something cool to say that it's something something awesome about that. You know, because I was listening. Well, I was listening to. Um, I, I gave one of the Rogan podcasts a listen. Which one was it? I, I you know I, I'm subscribed. I don't know, but I heard the word "dude" at least fucking seventy times in a three minutes span. <laughs> uh, it might have been one of the Eddie Bravo. Ones. Yeah, the there it is. Are awesome though. Fight companions are awesome. Yeah. Though. You you heard those before, right? The fight companions. Those yeah, those are really good. But you you probably heard those on YouTube or something. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm telling you, you need, you need to throw that fight companion with your guests. With watch, well, rewatch his fight with him. Well, for sure, it's got to be me and you and Vu. Those, uh, whoever else is on, by all means, but for sure, us three have to be on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because um, there's nobody else I feel more like, you know, about like educated opinions. I guess. Really? Mm-hmm. You you put me up there with Vu. That's that's a compliment. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you. you that's a compliment. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I don't have nearly as much experience as Vu. Uh, okay, we don't have the train. You don't have the training that he does or that I do. But you've been watching it for a long time. I remember you talking about Pride, and I remember we'd go back and forth. You, I remember before Vu convinced me about MMA, I would, I would try to like, no, boxing's better. I remember I tried to fight you on this back in high school. I'm like, dude, oh, no, no, that's all that bullshit. And I would try to, like, fight for boxing as a thing, you know? That's how far back I know you were into it. So there's something to be said about how much you watch and how, you know, because you t- let's say, like, um, there's an intelligence level going to, like, how much you intake on how much you watch because you see set up. comprehension. See, uh, absolutely. Comprehension of it. Absolutely, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, absolutely. I would put you up there with it, you know? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, but we got we got to do that, man. Pretty soon. Um, yeah, like I said, maybe our buddies. Maybe we can do a fight companion for that. One. How 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 have you guys like as Lofi or have you guys done like a music centric show? No, not type yet. Type of thing, or because no. I know that both of you guys are musicians. You guys both understand it on on, on a much deeper level than oh, your yeah, average too? person. Okay. You huh? want to consider yourself either? You're in a band. No, hell, I got I got no understanding of music. I, I'm white. I have how I listen you, to the lyrics. How I got you, no rhythm. But I tell you, I, yeah, I mean, we, we yeah, I would show you the bass. I'm a monkey, pretty much. <laughs> I sat there and I fucking counted one, two, three, one, two, three. Nah, this is better. You didn't have a good time though. You, when you were I wouldn't say I didn't say it wasn't fun. It was yeah. fun because you're hanging out with friends and the the camaraderie and all that. Yeah, so, so yeah, cool. all that is awesome. And yeah, for anybody, join a group, join a band. 
give yourself reason to hang out with your buddies. Yeah, and that's kind of what this is. That's now. that's what this, this is. Kind of this, you know, it's a modern day version. So I'm doing something we kind of like, except you don't no. have to. Not that I don't have to. There's a weird thing that I always heard growing up is like it's just inevitable that you everybody will drift apart. That's it. Yeah. I mean, where'd you hear that from though? Just older, older people, yeah. generations, and older older family members. And it is true to a point. You know, it's true to a point. But then again, it's from their from my point of view on seeing their relationships, none of them ever try to do things. That's exactly what I'm going to say. Whereas right here, this is an active attempt to say, you know, we're going to keep in touch. We're going to make an effort. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it's easy not to make an effort. Mm-hmm. It's easy to say, fuck it. Or I'm not going to, you know, I don't want to... It'd be too hard to make a... Ma- you know, it, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it, it, this is better. I, you know, I, I like the fact that uh, this is kind of like a modern day version of what I was thinking about this a bit, but like, oh, the band we used to have, and now this is kind of like a modern day version of what we used to do back then, where excuses to hang out, excuses to drink, excuses to get together. Now we're doing um, excuses to have a conversation, yeah, and that's not an excuse. Like I'm having fun. I it's interesting to me, and, and it's interesting. You know, I find you guys your opinions on things, or the guests I have on their opinions on things, awesome and interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Well, let's. Uh, we're about to close it, coming to an end on that one. Uh, any last uh, words, Lovey, for you want to say? Oh, shit. Um, about anything in particular? Yeah, anything about it. We're about oh, to fuck. end it up through. Um, shit, I haven't thought about it, like, all the way through. Because um, yeah. we talked about some pretty good stuff tonight. Um, uh-huh. I don't have, like, a ending uh, Mr. Rogers or uh, <laughs> Jerry Spurs <laughs> like, last time. A know? zipper moment with Mr. Rogers? Or? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Like a whale friends. Mm-hmm. Um... What is it that you just mentioned? Um, what were you talking about? Like he, he just referenced when he walked in? When yeah, walked... like when I walked in. Uh, I think I'd asked if you guys had done like a, a music-centric episode. Because both of you guys being musicians and understand, I don't understand. Like, you know, have you guys done that? Have you guys gone in that direction with it? Or has it just been, you know, just... A melting, uh, just, pot, a melting pot of topics. It's definitely a melting pot, you know. Um, even the episodes we try to make it uh, specific, like themed, even they go, you know, in a different they go or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, in a good way. I don't think it's bad, you know. You know? I mean, maybe it, you know, if you expected something and then you got this, like, you know, I apologize, but for the most part, it's just people. It's organic conversations, which I don't want to sway away from. I want to keep it as organic as possible, right? right where it's right. not forced, or it's not, you know. I mean, by all means, there's an outline and there's a guideline. Yeah, yeah and to, there it is. That's what, that's what I was thinking. Not so much forced, but just something that a bullet point, something that yeah. you, something you've been thinking, something that you've like. All right, this is just a thought of mine. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and I try to keep it as level-headed as possible, by the same time make it as organic as possible. Like, it's just how people have our. Yeah. How about you, man? Any last words or anything like that? <clears throat> I'm trying to think of something that doesn't sound hateful or like just like hating. Just plain All right, hating. Let's see are hate, man. You got hate in your heart? Let it out. <laughs> <laughs> I just got back into watching them. Oh, yeah, he's the best. So fucking good. But, um, nah, I got a blank. Just that. By the way. My, my two bits of advice. Yeah. Go spay and your pets and go join a group. Mm. Go be a part of community. Go hang out with people. That's a, that's a good point. That's a good group. Thank you, Tiki. All right. Well, once again, I'd like to thank our guest, Elliot. Thank you very much for, uh, Not for being joining us. This time? What's that? Not being as drunk this time? No, you're the best. <laughs> We're about to get drunk uh, as soon as we cut this off. No, thanks, man, for uh, coming on. I really appreciate it. I always value your opinion. Yeah, anytime you want to come here. 
Anytime you want to come through, man, please. Uh, once again, producer Lofi the Beard. <laughs> I want to have you. Thank you very much. There you go. Big show with a little China sound right there. <laughs> you know what? I forgot to bring up that one. Oh, bring up. my God. I just saw uh, a, a troll, too, for everybody. Uh, uh, Midnight in Paris. I just watched that yesterday. I forgot to bring it up. I wanted a whole like little segment on that. Oh, but, yeah, let's yeah, do it. Yeah. Pause the music. <laughs> Like, we no, we still got... Okay, fuck it. <laughs> we'll come back to... We'll come back to why you've seen it in Midnight in Paris. <laughs> no. Love, you've seen it, right? Oh, of course I've seen it, man. One this, of my favorite movies of all time. One of my man. favorite movies as well. It's probably the third time I saw it. I was watching it yesterday because it was like a slow day at work. and like, oh, I have it on my thing. Let me fucking play it. And I was realizing, like, man, this is gonna. This is to me like one of those Kevin Smith films where, or a Quentin Tarantino film where I could just watch over and over and over. And you haven't seen it yet, right? You know the premise of it? You heard of it? What was it again? Something uh, a midnight in Paris. That's not the werewolf one, right? No, that's um, American uh, werewolf. Oh no! Wait, no! Wait, I think I know what you're talking about. That's the one with um, Clive Owen, right? Owen Wilson. Clive oh. Owen Wilson. No, there you go. Is that what you're talking? Clive Owen Owen Wilson? Or no? Um, is it the one where he? Yeah, the Owen Wilson one where he's in that city and then at midnight or something like that he travels back yes, in time and absolutely. he's hanging. Yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. Yes, right. Now I know it. what you're talking about. Yeah, dude, if you check it out, yeah, I it is really good. It. Yeah. You have seen it then? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. What, where'd you see it? Or how'd you see it? Um, HBO at home. What'd or, you think? Um, with your time or whatever. No, just at home. Alone. What'd you think about it? Uh, I enjoyed it. It was good. Um, liked, what's your face? Um, oh, yeah. Talia. Uh, Ma- Ma- yeah, Talia Al Ghul. Yeah. Uh, Marianne Coligard for yeah. anybody who's not a Batman fan. I love you. That's one of your favorite movies. Like, Definitely. tell me what you, got, you took from it or what was your... Um, like, I just figured out yet. You know how you watch a movie or you read a book over and over and you get something? I, I took something from it that I hadn't got from it yesterday. Yeah, because see, you're asking me, like, what, what, and blank. I, yeah. I, I, I saw I saw a movie. Well, number one, the soundtrack, I, 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 you know, the soundtrack, which is what you're hearing right now, is a fucking amazing. Oh, it's man. One of my, it, as myself, you know what I said earlier as musicians, but I consider myself a jazz musician more than anything. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'd like to be identified as if, like, oh, he was a great guitar. You know, yes, I played, you know, rock music and metal music, all that bullshit, but I'd like to be considered a jazz music. I don't think I ever will be, but I'd like to. This has one of the best soundtracks I've heard in a long time. This Definitely. one in Monsters, Inc. Two best soundtracks. Uh, all the picks are all the picks are yeah that's right no 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 uh, it's the jazz one it's because monsters in kind of jazz thing in the background (laughs) yeah that's right (laughs) but uh okay so what'd you like what'd you take from the film or anything that you identified with I say the thing about this movie why it sticks out to me so much it's uh Fredo uh Terry uh huh just this one random day I just remember I had just gone home from work and I'm just watching TV and I get a text and she's like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I just got home, just watching TV. It's like, oh, you want to go to the movies? I was like, oh, yeah, sure. And mind you, this is the only time that she's ever asked me to go to the movies. Huh. So I was like, oh, this movie is playing in uh, Pasadena. We're going to meet up with so-and-so and this and that. And um, like, I didn't really know what to expect. I, like, I've never you been to heard theater. of it? Yeah, same. It, it, like, uh... So anyway, uh, we get over there. We meet up with a uh, friend, uh, Ruth. Uh, they came out for my birthday. Ruth, okay. Terry Ruth, um, at the winery. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. So like, we go in to watch the movie, and um, I don't know what to expect. Uh, like from what I gather, yeah, it's a Woody Allen movie. So it's like, all right, cool, awesome, fucking Woody Allen. And you know, as the movie progresses, this and that, and they have all these like literary characters that yes. just like come out of the woodworks. Mm-hmm. 
It's like, oh shit, F. Scott Fitzgerald, you know? And, um. My favorite. Like, uh, uh, well, it's not even just that, you know. No, no, my favorite. You gotta don't leave out my favorite. Huh? Oh, uh, Ernest Hemingway. I'm sorry, uh. Wait, Oscar Wilde. Was no, 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 yeah. Well, my two favorites is Ernest Hemingway and Oscar Wilde, and they are the ironic thing is they are the exact polar opposites. One's They're, a very fancy, like kind of gay, very guy. dainty, yeah, <laughs> kind of gay dude. Well, really gay, and then the other one is like a man's man. Fucking yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's pretty, he did a good portrayal of yeah, I like, thought it was whatever great. he would be like. I that's how I would picture him. Absolutely, you know? yeah. But um, like, like for me, like what tripped me out about it is like um. Like, how did, like, I don't know if she just, like, didn't have anybody to go with or what, but... What made her compelled her to ask you to go Yeah, exactly. To this like, to this day, that's still a thing. thing. type thing, yeah. Like, it's like, man, how did how did you know? Like, this movie is amazing. How did you know I would like it that much? Yeah. And she was just like, whatever. And uh, a few years later, after that, I took her to go see uh, Moonrise Kingdom when it came out in the theater. Oh, she, uh, she, was she a fan of Wes Anderson? Oh, no? she didn't know. Oh, really? Yeah, huh. so that was her foray into Wes Anderson. Oh, man, that's awesome. That's a good one to get into, too. Because yep. I thought him, like Quentin, is one that's progressively gotten better. Absolutely. Well, the one thing I noticed that I didn't notice the first few times is the fact that... Um, okay, so in this film... Um, there's a statement made by I want to say Michael not Michael Sheen, is it Michael Sheen or Michael Bean? The no, no, Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen, right? Yeah. Michael Sheen is kind of the asshole literator. Fucking, uh, he's, make, a he's making a lecture. Gentleman. He's making a lecture. He's the one cheating on his wife with that kind of thing. Um. But he makes a statement about living in the past because the book that Owen that Owen Owen Wilson is writing is about uh, setting a nostalgia shop. Right. And he makes a sound like oh people who live in the past type of thing they're they're kind of like they're. He shits on them, doesn't he? he it's, shits it's, on them. it's when it's when they were looking at the fountains or something. Yeah, like, and, and like, and he's literally sitting like, obviously, Lone Wilson. Mm-hmm. He, he's writing a book kind of based on himself, where he likes things from the past, and he's writing about a guy who you know likes the nostalgia shop. And basically, Michael Sheen comes in and says like, "Oh, you know, people who live in the past, they're fucking retarded or that kind of thing." He's they, just like he said, they can't deal with uh, exactly. their current situation, contemporary society. Whatever. Correct. Well, what you get, what you get, in and all like, oh, I noticed that, like, oh yeah, but he's also the ass, he's the antagonist of the fucking film, and then you get Owen Wilson, who's kind of the protagonist, and what I didn't notice is he's giving a nice guy version of the exact same speech that Michael Sheen gave him to Marion Cotillard at the end of the film. Yeah. So he's given the exact same thing about living, going back in time. Like, this is the time we're living now because it's always somebody else's prime time. It's always somebody else's, like, golden age, as quote-unquote. Like, because to him, the 1920s Paris was the awesome time. Then, to Marion Cotillard, it was, her, it was 1870s fucking Paris that was her golden age. Mm-hmm. To those guys, it's the Renaissance, you know, in the 1600s, that was their golden age. Right. And it's already somebody, somebody else. new kids today. Exactly. Somebody... To us right now, it was the 90s. So they got, you know, it's always some, or, you know, to me, it'd be the Westerns, you know, the 18. But to, it's always somebody yeah. else's time where they had it better back then, or art was good back then, or uh, people met, uh, met more back then. It, it, we're always having some excuses as opposed to live, appreciating and living the time now. But that's literally the exact same speech, just a non asshole version that the antagonist is giving the protagonist. Right. Now right. the protagonist is giving the. The, you know, the support. It's, it's crazy, yeah. <laughs> that conversation reminded me of that time we were in the theater. Uh-huh. Which we, we, you're uh, watching what? I think we went to go see Star Wars. We were with Julian Marisol and, and that one dude. 
And then when dude said like Jimmy Marathon who Oh Saul. Yeah. You don't like him. Or dude said dude said something or he, he was is like kinda dumb. Yeah, where it's like I'm enjoying this. It's like, so what motherfucker? I'm not enjoying this. Like <laughs> I had said I didn't enjoy that. You don't need to fucking go and then hammer it like right after but I'm enjoying it. Like, no. Just being a douche. You know? Yeah, that's exactly what that, that, yeah. what that what that scene was of him just he was doing it purpose, purposely to impress the other two chicks that were yeah, there with I him. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and that's what that conversation was. <laughs> weird. Yeah. yeah, we didn't. We did. Uh, yeah, you're right. I co- dude completely blanked from my memory until you just mentioned that right now. He no. was that dude. <laughs> that, just the fact that we used to all go out together, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, that's funny. But yeah, that's a, that's a, like you know I never noticed that from the earlier film. Like oh shit, yeah, he, he, I can't believe that like, he did a whole one eighty on his own kind of like you, normally you see like oh a film that sets up the asshole, the antagonist in the film saying that kind of statement. You normally see him get kind of redeemed, or you see the antagonist, or you see the protagonist kind of like triumphant in that. But you kind of see him go towards the asshole's point of view towards the end, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, it's just uh, basically saying that everything's all relative to everybody else, you know. Correct, and and to appreciate the time you have now, yeah, the, yeah. But even the thing, um, like uh, how would I put it? Um, like all these things are relative. Like everything's fixated on just like a particular thing about like whatever it is that they like or where they would want to be, you know. Mm-hmm. Like they like the aesthetic, you know. Mm-hmm. They like you know the way That's things so. looked and you know whatever was going on in the art world. Say, but say like um. Say, like, for me, uh, as a minority, like, I, I would love to have lived in the 1920s, the Roaring Twenties, because yeah. I just like that aesthetic. I like, you know, just, like, speakeasy, like, that whole, you know, that whole culture. But, you know, like, what would my daily life be like? Yeah. Well, if you're I, not a genius artist? Yeah, basically. <laughs> because... Like, the, just, uh, just me, cause, just... Because Hispanics he met that were from the 1920s were genius artists, so it's unfair, you know. No, you no, would... it was just specifically that, but... No, you, just me as just me. Just uh, you just, as you would probably be Caesar Chavez before you'd be working under Caesar Chavez. Yeah, I would just be like fucking just shit around by you, society. You, you, know? you wouldn't be Richie from Alabama. You'd be fucking the the, uh, the brother. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Bob. Bob. You'd be Bob. <laughs> Basically, yeah. I'd be the Bob of society. Uh-huh. And, um, uh huh. And even though you know, uh, shit. As much as I would love to have experienced like certain aspects of the way culture was back then. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I would, you know, forego, like, all the years of civil rights and everything that everybody went through to get us to this point. Just for something, you know, so kind of trivial. Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't do that. But well, I, let's not say trivial, because there is an appreciation for living the actual life you lived back then, and you gain a certain wisdom from Oh, that. absolutely. So I, don't, I wouldn't want to say trivial, but I do know what you mean. Just, I'm trying to find the word to express it. Okay. You um, know? Um, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, yeah. um, like, I'm not trying to, like, you know, downgrade anybody's struggle, you know. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there's certain aspects that I would have liked to experience, you know. Like, say, you know, the whole time machine thing. If I had a time machine, I'd go back and, you know, like, to this point in time, to this point in time, just to, you know, kind of just, like, take a quick peek. You I, know? I, I would not want to interrupt. I just want exactly. to be an observer. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I just want to just take a little chunk of it for myself. Yeah. Without, you know, messing up the whole... Timeline rotation, yeah. whatever. You Absolutely, know. yeah. I'm the same way, man. I'd love to be there. I want to see if, if when in Rome, if they did stab each other, like, that, et cetera, you know, like I'd rather, I'd like to go back to you know March 15th, follow Julius Caesar, March, yeah, and yeah, make like a show about it, like the the 
last 48 or the first 48, whatever. But of I, season. But <laughs> yeah, the first 48 stabbed. after first 48 hours after that food died were probably really interesting. Yeah, they, who did this? I don't know. It was very brutal. Et tu brutal. Very good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's funny. A little Shakespeare. A little Shakespeare. <laughs> A little Shakespearean Roman history. That's good impression, yeah. Oh, Papa here. We have a new guest here. Papa here. <laughs> All right, for sure. Can you turn that up a little bit? For sure, we're going to end it now. Okay. But that was good, man. I just wanted to go through the midnight period. I remember. No, turn it up. I just wanted to go through the. the um, the, the I just had saw the film and I wanted to bring it up and I completely forgot until the end of the episode, but it is what it is. So it's all good. Watch that too if you haven't seen it. <laughs> I re- recommend it. See Midnight Summer's Ice Cream. Yeah. Midsummer Night's Dream. Nope. Nope. Sorry. I have Shakespeare in my head. Shakespeare. See Midnight in Paris. It's one of the best fucking movies of Woody Allen has ever done. I think. And I think Owen Wilson embodies, like. Obviously, Woody Allen can't be Woody Allen anymore because he's fucking 80, so he can't pick, you know. But I think Owen Wilson is... He, he did a good job. He did. Guessing. That's that's Woody Allen in um, fucking, you know, throughout the his older films, for sure. I think so. Little side note, did you see Scoop by any chance? No, I haven't seen Scoop. Scoop. It's Scoop. It, it's a Woody Allen movie. It's him, Scarlett Johansson, Hugh Jackman. A recent one? Uh, From like 2007-ish. Oh, okay. No, I haven't. He still came out in it. He's like a magician, like in London it was called Scoop? I thought it was Scoop. called something else. Scoop. Why am I thinking of something else? Uh, whatever. But that's oh, either way, it, you it should definitely watch it. It's pretty All right. Any, any last minute recommendations? None whatsoever. I'm not watching anything right now. Um, no. Thank you, I, thank you so much. Watch it. No, I'm watching... <laughs> I've been watching... What's, what's his face? Robert Rodriguez's shows a lot. Oh, he's awesome. The, 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 the Dust Till Dawn series? No, no. Oh, no, no. Wait, what's his name? No, Greg Garcia. My bad. I'm sorry. Greg the, Garcia. Yeah, oh, my name is Earl. And, he's the best. And, and, he, Greg Garcia is one of those guys. He, he's yeah. underrated. He, he, it's all really sappy shit. It's really, it's pretty. It's all pretty emotional. And, like, Speaking of sappy, I saw this tree earlier. And how <laughs> Did you see that? Um, one of my favorite episodes of My Name Is Earl. I'm sure you've seen it, but it's one Ethan Suppley, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the brother, when him and Jamie Presley's character. When they're not back in time, but they remember when they were kids that they loved each other. They were oh, shut up! Crushes. No, I haven't seen it. It's in the fourth season, and they uh, it's the fourth season. Of My name is Zero. It's on Netflix, right? You can see it. But uh, there's an episode where they realize they're each other's first crushes when you were like fucking eleven years old, and <laughs> that episode made me fucking cry because it reminded me of my first crush when I was eleven years, ten, eleven years old. Yeah, it's super emotional. Oh too, my like... god, it's so awesome. And there's a song like, uh, "Do you still like me?" Because I still like you. It's like a really little kid song, but it, it hits close to home. Check that out just based on the whole uh, Greg Garcia thing. Uh, that's it. I'm cutting this off. This has gone on way too long than I, <laughs> I expected it to. But it was good. Pretty episode. good. It was good. good. Once again, man, Ellen, thank you so much for coming. Always thank interesting, you for man. Me. Uh, Lofi the Beard, man. The best, man. <laughs> this was our first episode back from the new year, and I hope you guys enjoyed it, man. I hope to hear your feedback. You can find me on Steve Medell 1775 on Instagram, or just my name, Steve Medell, or Luis Medell on uh, Facebook. Just look for us there, and you can find Elliot and Instagram under Azari17 or something like that. Aziz. You no, you can't, you can't find me at all. It's his, <laughs> it's his girl, but that's how I, I connect with him. Uh, but yeah, yeah, give us feedback, let us know what you think, and any more questions, just throw out, and we'll give you a shout out. Uh, and that's about it, man. This has been Snooze and B- This has been, I'm Steve Modell, and I'll catch you on the flip side. And I'm Loaf, and keep your glass full.